Crossface Buddha. I feel like there should be like a leather couch in this room or something. <laughs> is that not how this works? Wait, is this casting couch? Yeah, that's, that's casting couch? This whole thing with the cam- <laughs> There's so many fucking cameras. I thought this was a podcast. I was not expecting video. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers guys. Cheers. Cheers. It's the last goodbye. Oh, Almost last goodbye. What did Paul yet. say? It was your farewell tour? Yeah, it's your farewell tour. You decided to just call everyone you know. Yeah, usually I, I was just kind of going through my phone book. I'm like, who do I still know? Who I don't know? Who, who do you still know? Who haven't I spoken to in forever? <laughs> I know. I'll just call this guy. See what see what he's doing. Well, to be fair, welcome back, to everybody. And today I got my buddy Paul. Hello. <laughs> this is my farewell tour, as yeah, he calls it. Exactly. Give him my reload. But as we were just saying, mm-hmm. it's true. I actually messaged Mike too. I was like, yeah. "You want to? You want to come by?" He's like. I live in Lindsay, man. He does live in Lindsay now. Yeah. Where the fuck is Lindsay? Lindsay is far. It's like, what is it past Whitby or is it in Whitby? No, it's, I don't think it's anywhere it's close north. to Whitby. It's like, okay, okay. It's, in, it's north of Whitby, right? Okay. No, sure. north yeah, of Newmarket, isn't it? Yeah, it's north. It's like Barry. It's like, like Kawartha Lakes. It's near the Kawartha yeah, Lakes, near right? Kawartha. Yeah, yeah. Where the there fuck you is go. But you have to go it, because it's northeast, right? Yeah, so, so what I mean in terms far of. Far east of me. In terms of distance east, is uh-huh. it past Lindsay? Is it past Whitby? I don't know. Okay. I'm not Kawartha Lakes. We can okay. establish that. I just yeah. say far. When people far. say, where is it? I say it's far. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Far. it's, it's a million miles away. I mean. Yeah. Like I mean, he wants to buy a house and he loves Did he buy it. one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I think we talked about it a little bit. We, we've talked about it a lot lifestyle, here and there. Lifestyle choices. Yeah. But like, um, I think it works for him, right? Wherever it might be because he, he he's into that, you know, working on a house kind of thing, you know, like I, I, I've never really been into that at all. No, I'm not so I'm doing manual labor. You're not. Into <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. No, that's not your I've, job. I've cl- like I grew <laughs> the house I grew up in. I've cleaned the gutter maybe once. Fair enough. I've never cleaned the gutter in my life. Wow. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a poor dad. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, to be fair, yeah. I'm looking to repaint my parents' garage before I leave. Wow. Your painting is what nothing. Well, I gotta scrape up all the dead paint. Hey, no? come on, he's doing something. You gotta give doing him some something. credit for that. All right, fine. Are so, you employing Gabe for this job? Yes, probably. Of the, course, the you man are. in the closet. Of course, you are. Okay, hey, Gabe, the, the infamous man in the closet. <laughs> people, all right, people think he's gonna think it's like a homophobic reference. No, I've already told not. you. I have a major objection to this whole man in the closet thing. The I fact didn't put that him he there. sits in the closet. He sits by in the his closet. Choice. I'm aware. He chose to do it. <laughs> I find it very unnerving. I feel like you should come out. <laughs> and say hi to the audience, He's man. He's not gonna come out. Uh, so, buddy, how have you been? Been all right. I mean, you've been all right. Yeah. That's, that's the most like general question that anyone could ever ask. Like, so, so, how have you been? What have you been up to? What do you like? All those kinds of things. What's like, your favorite color? How the hell am I supposed to respond to that? I mean, I've been surviving this whole pandemic thing. I've been seeing this guy a lot. Yeah. I've been, I don't know, just going through the motions, working and yeah, hanging out with people. That's about it. I mm-hmm. haven't seen you since. Since Mike's wedding? wedding. Holy fuck. How, right. how long ago was that? Three? three two years? It was 2019. Wasn't the summer of 2019? Because I had my okay. Beamer at the time. And I didn't buy my Beamer until 2019. Wait, I mean, you don't have to fucking drop the fact that you bought a Beamer. No one gives no, no, a no, shit. No, no, no. My car. My car. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's his one chance. <laughs> Gotta let him flex on the internet a little oh, bit. Oh, before I bought my Beamers. Before yeah, yeah, I bought yeah. my... Uh, before I bought my fucking mansion. <laughs> uh, didn't I hear, I was listening to some of your, your previous uh-huh. podcasts. Weren't, weren't you just talking about how you're going to buy a Porsche? 
<laughs> I feel like people in but I haven't bought I haven't bought any. I haven't buy any. I didn't actually buy any. Kettle black. All right, we'll just gloss right over that. Anyways, point is, yeah, Mike's wedding. I haven't seen you since then. Wow. Actually, you met my girlfriend that night, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you were like, oh, you, you got a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, you did yeah, meet her. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. I can't it's keep all, track, yeah, you know. Right. Well, it's all coming it's back to me It's easy to keep track now. now. It, it hasn't changed in a while. Though. <laughs> wow. So finally, finally fixed that whole problem. So. <laughs> there can it's, only be one Highlander. There can be only one. That's right. All right. So you've just been chilling with Alan for the last little while. I mean, we didn't really see each other that much. A couple times here and there. Here yeah. Over the course of the last year? Yeah. I mean, because you live much closer. Oh, well, Mike used to live in Newmarket. Okay. Comparatively speaking, yeah. I haven't seen you as much as I've seen like Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Because they live close to each other. Right. Compared to AK, I've no, that's one, true. no one's actually seen me a lot. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think I messaged you a while ago just checking to see that you were alive because nobody actually sees you. I, was like, I, I think you he, messaged me when die? I was in LA. Yeah. I think you were in I LA. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So, you know, some background for, I guess, our audience, you know, me, the man in the closet, Alan and Paul, my good buddy, all went to the same high school. It's been a long, long fucking yeah, time. Yeah. I, I mean, Anthony and I have known each other even longer than that. Because we went to elementary school. We went to elementary right? school yeah. together. Since we were 10. Yeah. We're going on 23 years. Yeah. 23 years strong. Seen him uh, grow into a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been prouder, right? I've never been prouder. That's right. That's, that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Meanwhile, you have you have no jabs to throw his way? I mean, I love Alan so too much. There's so much to hate about Alan. Where do I begin? I know, right? The list is so long. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I can hate on him is he drives too damn slow. <laughs> Even that. I feel like we'll start there. Kick the shit out of him. Um, people have given me shit for, uh, for, what? for not having road rage. Like, you should be more upset. <laughs> okay, so funny that you say that because I feel like I've given you shit for not getting yeah, angry about yeah, stuff. Like, really? there's a lot yeah. of stuff in life where I feel like you should be mad, but you're not. I mean, but because... To the, to the opposite. Yeah. Speaking about road rage, mm. only in the last probably, like, I'd say six months, let's call it, I've really been trying hard to get a handle on my like, road rage <laughs> problem because I've realized like how bad are you? <laughs> oh, it's I used to think I was bad, and what made me realize how bad I was is Monica is even worse. Really, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah my girlfriend's even worse. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, is that what I sound like? Is that who I am? Okay, we gotta fucking do something about this. This 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 can't keep happening because I realized all that's happening is so I get to sit in my car, being uh-huh. really angry and feeling you know ruining my day. Mm-hmm. The guy in front of me gives zero fucks, zero exactly. fucks about the fact that he, you know, changed four lanes and cut me off. And, exactly. you know, old ladies are falling over. But they don't give a shit. They're just going to go on about their day. So me yelling, screaming, flipping them off, whatever the fuck, like, it's not going to do anything mm. except make me unhappy. So I got to try and like. That's, that's exactly my, that's bit. exactly my thinking. Your like, mantra? I, yeah. What? Your mantra? Yeah. I'm, because it's not that I didn't used to get angry. I used to get pretty upset. But what I f- realized really early on was that it takes so much out of you. It ruins your day. It, you, 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 like, you can feel your face getting red. You can feel your heart pumping really, really fast. And like sometimes you shake and you're like, I hate this feeling. Like this is so terrible. And it can't be good for you. Like it, if, from a mental point of view, from a physical point of view. Health. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's just a terrible feeling. Like I don't understand why. I, like, so I kind of took an active 
stands. Burp into the mic. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> We're all I off. The decency to turn away. I've, I've, I've straight up burped into the mic before, so don't worry about that. But yeah, I, I just feel like it just takes too much out of you physically, and it just ruins your day. And I, I don't, I, I, I just don't want to feel like that anymore. So I just decided that I'm just not gonna do that. Okay, but at what age was you say anymore? Yeah. In the entire time, correct? Hey, come on, chime in here. Yeah. In the <laughs> he entire time never. I've known you, you've never really been an angry guy. So what was this? Like the age I of mean, eight? You were like, ah, oh, you know what? I have this like zen moment. He, I don't, he is like, epiphany. I don't express it outwards. I just get mad at myself. I get like really angry inside. So do you bottle it up and like push it down? Yeah. Deep down? Yeah. And I feel like that's not healthy. That's exactly. Worse. Yeah. I yeah. just, because I get, okay, I road rage, but. My definition of people actually road raging is if you get out of your car and you go attack somebody, that's road rage. That's no longer that's road rage. That's like a felony. Okay? <laughs> felony rage. That is, that's a whole nother level. And I've, tried, I've taken that same approach, not just on the road, yeah. but to just people in general, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we all know people that aggravate us to a point where just like, like you, just, you just don't know what to don't do. Know what, to, what to do. You don't know what to say. And I've gone really good at just going, taking a deep breath, just going. <sighs> I feel like Alan just been like that since he was 10. And then just ignore. <laughs> and then just ignore. You have to teach me the ways. I yeah. know. The, the yeah. Zen master. Yeah. And I need to teach you to get angry because there are definitely situations I've been in with you where there's something you could do about it. And you're too passive. But you just, you just let people just shit on you right there. But do you really think that getting mad helps? I don't think. Okay, fine. Well, everyone- getting mad is one thing. Standing up for yourself, you know, like willing, being willing to be like vocal and, mm. and speak out to people mm. that are wronging, that are in the process of wronging you rather mm. than just passively standing there and taking it. Right. I feel like is also important. I think it's important to fucking rein in the, the anger for yeah. sure. And I got to work on that. I think you got to be a little more assertive sometimes. I think Fair sometimes enough. You, uh, Fair enough. You got to tell people. But I, I think it's like a process where you can't just like switch gears halfway, right? Like if you're like Alan, who's really good at pushing away those like angry thoughts, you're not going to switch it up one day. All right, today I'm going to let it up. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah. everything's a process, right? We last Actually, last episode, we talked about meditation because like <laughs> I've been really into that lately. Not because of shock. anger, of angry shock. anger or anything, well, <laughs> but just from stress, shock. just from stress, right? I you know, know. Good for you. yeah, Ooh, like for, for your, you know, for your, you know, the health stuff that I've been going through, for yeah. you know, the the stuff that happens in life. You, you farting over there? I, I'm, oh. I'm trying to like, because I realize I I'm trying to be polite and talk to you by looking yeah. at you. Yeah. But when oh, I do that, I'm looking angle. away from the microphone. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I think just like meditation, yeah, you know, it takes. You know, putting some time into that, you know, definitely helps. And that in itself is a process as well, right? So you got to really, I think we, with these types of like life choices we make, we try to really change things up really drastically, Mm -hmm. like right away. Yeah. And you, I mean, if you try and do that, it's it's never going to work. It's like people who... Decide, you know, I'm going to, January 1st, I'm going to start going to gym every day. You never go into that gym. You never, <laughs> no, never, sorry, you're going once. Yeah, exactly. You're never going back. Yeah, like don't try and do some grand, you know, thing. Yeah. It's it's so hard. And I think, you know, studies have shown that if you try and do a million things, you're never going to, you're never going to make it, right? You do, you make, you know, small changes, small uh-huh. changes, right? And you 
consistently do those small changes over time. And then, you know, that builds up into uh, some sort of behavior that you can, that, you know, you do every day, right? I feel like Alan's becoming like Master Yoda, you know, the beard's going to start turning white, you know, the hair is going to grow long. So in, in Mandarin, we have this phrase called Xiangkaida, which means your thoughts have opened. It's the matrix, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is the feeling you have now? Your thoughts have finally yeah, opened? In yeah. Your- I would say over the last year or uh-huh. two, during this COVID time, you know, stuff with my dad, you know, right. I think I've really opened up my mind. Right. You know, just like, just one of the things is not letting things bother me. That's you good. Know, and just, yeah, just. You're, you're at a different zen. level. Me yeah. and Paul are still kind of. <laughs> Plebeian knuckle dragon <laughs> down here. Yeah, I always, I always tell Sue that, like, I, you know, I'm Zen, man. Like, I'm Zen. She's like, are you I'm okay? Are you okay? She's like, are you okay? Oh my god. I'm like, oh, I'm good, man. I'm Zen. I'm Zen. So I have a question. When was the last time you got pissed? Like, actually, like pissed, not just like, fuck. You know, it's not like some. <laughs> Just, just then, right just now, right you're now, asking right that now. question, that was it. That was, that was it. That, that was the trigger. That was the trigger point. Um, I'll let you guys go first. <laughs> I, well, I first, th- but I mean, when it happens as often as it does, you know, I, <laughs> it's like each you know, moment blurs into the next. None of them are noteworthy anymore. <laughs> I can remember one very, very, yeah, specific time, very uh-huh. vividly. And I think I don't even remember what it was. I Were think maybe eight? it was like. No, no, no. This was like, this was pretty recent, actually. Oh, this really? Was, yeah. This was um, maybe 2019 or like early. Yeah. Who hurt 20, you? 2019, 2020, something like that. Who hurt you? And uh, I think there was something wrong with my dad's um, uh, air conditioning or heater or something like that. So we, we called some guy to come look at it. Okay. Right. And he went to like that area in your basement, you know, and he was mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's your filter. I'm like, what? He's like, and he changes the filter. He goes, yeah, everything is good. And I was like, the fuck? You literally didn't do anything. Like, I I know to check the filter. Okay. Like, I'm not new. It's not my first day living in a house. I know to check the filter. And, and it was such a small thing. And I got so <laughs> mad. I got so angry. And <laughs> okay, I, so go on. Sorry, go on. It was like, it was like some dumb thing and uh-huh. i just got so angry i was like why why that why is this bothering me so much like i don't understand why this is bothering me so much so did you yell at him i didn't i didn't yell at him i didn't yell at him because i didn't even know what to say because it's it, he he did something so trivial that was like i i, I don't even know how to respond ex- to it yeah respond or get upset at someone like do i just tell him are you dumb like <laughs> like do i just say that like no, that's true like I don't, I don't even know what to say. But yeah, that, for some reason that bothered me so much. I don't remember the details of it. Maybe there was some something else that was more triggering. But what I remember now from that moment uh-huh. was just that. But you, you didn't unleash on anyone. I didn't. But okay. it it made me very upset, and it bothered me for days. Not even joking, for days. That's because you held it in, though. Maybe. So so that's. When you ask that question, okay, so I said, oh, no, no moments come up because it's all the time, right? Yeah. That's a half joke, but like, yeah, that kind of confirms what I was thinking as mm. we we're speaking, which is like, I do feel like because 
I know it sounds weird, but like, you know, you, I let it out a little bit at yeah. a time. Yeah. It's like that release valve. I really yeah. don't feel like I have gotten really, like really angry about yeah. anything. Mm. In, it's more of a blow off valve. It's, you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, in the last, in the, in the <clears throat> past that I can remember, right? In the last like 10 or 15 yeah. years. Yeah. I don't really feel like there's much that I've gotten really upset about. Hmm. Probably That's because good. I feel like I'm. That's true. I'm That's bleeding true. it off a little bit at yeah. a time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially when you get older, you know, you can't just go around wailing your hands and no i feel like that's i feel like it's older, the opposite the exactly <laughs> nobody, gets up, nobody gets upset at the old you know angry old man down you the street ah. get off my lawn that's like that's the thing just, just angry people there's angry mr sue down the street just yelling at strangers again i don't know i've never tried doing that one before usually if i'm angry i'm in the car so i'm okay i just go like fuck also i i really hope that this whole episode that i'm on isn't like the one about anger. I feel like <laughs> I hate on. for that to be the, the tagline. And I think that's fine. I think anger that's management. fine. <laughs> this, no, this is the anger management episode. <laughs> the anger management <laughs> episode. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. So, some context for, for listeners. That aren't, but uh, but uh, we've had a, uh, a WhatsApp group uh, called Anger Management since 20 since time. Five, forever. No, before 2015, right? Oh, I would say 2012 was when it started. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like 10 years. Yeah, it's been around high for a school. while. No, yeah. It's like a university. Yeah. When WhatsApp became a thing. Yep. You guys are like looking at me for conference. I have no idea. Yes. A long time ago. Uh, again, clearly my. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there 2011. There you go. Yeah, I wanted more of that. Yeah. December 30th. Just the day before. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Day before 2012. There you go. Man in the closet. Coming up with the stats. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> that, that's who he wants to be. That, that's uh, Gabe's dream is now to become Ooh. Jamie in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, is his right. name now <clears throat> that's his name now oh my goodness speaking of dreams i asked you a question recently I'm oh gonna shit ask okay okay go for it oh yeah ask him go for it go for it so so i asked the group and i, I you gotta I, get closer to the mic I, a little. i've taken yeah. oh i gotta get taking liberties to yeah I, I turn away from the mic yeah. to breathe is that anyways um <laughs> i've been asking people that i know i feel like it's an interesting question if you could have any job so mm-hmm. money's not a factor anymore yeah. pretend that all jobs get paid the same. So money, just completely yeah. forget money. You can have any job you want. You don't need to be qualified, whatever. Like, just assume that the job you pick, you can do. Mm. What job are you doing? Ooh. And it's yours. You can just have it. And again, money, not a factor. And you're able to do it. I think it would be like a director or something. Oh. Yeah, like a movie director? Yeah. Oh. It, what kind of movies are we making? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of films are you interested in? Vivid.com. <laughs> Vivid. <laughs> Um, is it's vivid, right? I mean, vivid that's one that's of the, the comfort. Oh, yeah, why are you yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at me like I would know? Okay? <laughs> vivid and just of all. I think like movies that, that are more like a lot of visual effects stuff. That, things that are like very like a Michael Bay. Yeah, uh, no, Michael Bay. Michael Bay is okay. Like more like like Mandalorian stuff like that. When these okay, 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 really experimental tech. You know, mm. I don't know if you know they have that huge new soundstage. It's like pretty much like a three sixty screen that all the actors are actually. Mm acting in so basically no more green screen it's like they're actually standing in the desert in mandalorian mm. so you want to be like this is cool the george lucas because that's what he kind of did right he kind of really pushed the boundary he pioneered with, it in the yeah, beginning yeah um but i think um in more behind the scenes like figuring out okay what how's the story going to look and you know what's going to happen and how things should be choreographed you know mm. Stuff like that. It, it, in a sense, in a sense, like, because I, I know people in that industry now that I've spent some time in LA, I met some people like that. And I've learned that it's pretty much like 
product management like anything else. It's pretty much you liaison with a bunch of people and then some other people are going to execute on it. Is that something that you feel like you've grown to like over the last couple of years or something that you've always been into? I've always been into it since high school, like in the media part of it. Mm -hmm. But the biggest challenge was always, you know, one, I'm yellow. It doesn't really stick in Canada. I don't know. It's true. I, I, I don't know if that's true. But the, you, you say that. I'm going to recuse myself from this whole conversation. <laughs> See, I knew it was a setup from the beginning. All right. I don't know if that's true because we grew up with a lot of Asians. We have Asians all around. There's so many Asians no, 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 in Toronto. But, and but Asians in like in the media scene mm-hmm. is very like, okay, very little and very low opportunity. I've, like, okay. I've, actually, done, I've actually looked into it. Yeah. And my cousin's an actor. Right. So, you know, a lot of the roles that he Is gets, your cousin Simu Liu? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's racist. Is this racist? <laughs> racist. <laughs> Paul's like, I'm going to recuse Don't bring me into this. All right. Uh, but um, a lot of a lot of them have like they get roles, but they're very minute roles. Mm-hmm. And it, like it's better now. But when we were in like university and whatnot, the idea was just like unfathomable. You can't. About like, oh, what do you want to do with your life? You want to do that? Yeah, you know, you're gonna be the background guy, or you're gonna be like, you know, but now see, it's better. See, this is the kind of this is the issue that I have with okay. guys, not with Simu, but with the roles that he gets cast in, right? It's typecasted. It, it kind of still is, right? It still is. But like you look at actors like I forgot what the guy's name is, but um uh what show, what movie? Uh Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, uh, John Cho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that kind of character. I fucking love that kind of character. Like that. He's more Americanized. He's real. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And also like, um, what's the name of that? Uh, that guy from uh, Walking Dead. That Korean guy from Walking um, Dead. Steven Yun. Yeah. Yeah. Like those kinds of characters. You're actually part of the culture. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's the difference, right? Yeah. Like a lot of the roles you're going to get today are still like that. Like, look, Fresh Off the Boat is like, you know. Sure, it's a very much an Asian American show, mm-hmm. but it's essentially just based off, you know, it's based off of an Asian family, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. like let's put everything Asian yeah. about it and call it Asian, you know. But that's the thing. But I feel like Asian, uh, Fresh Off the Boat is a little bit different because I watched a couple of episodes. I, I used to like it, and I liked it a lot because I I related to it a lot. Because, really? So I am coming. F- so there's there's two there's a difference, right? Mm. There's a difference between. Asians who were born in Canada yeah. and grew up with a very Western family Upbringing, and yeah. lifestyle. And then you have the immigrant family, like myself, which came to Canada without that any sort of background. So the, the, the family that they represent in Fresh Off the Boat is of that immigrant lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is still rare because now like, the what you see in like the the asian um community i, I don't know community and stuff sure. a lot of it is based on asian americans who are born and raised in america yeah born and raised in canada so even for me it's a little bit difficult to really relate to, to resonate their, with them yeah to relate to their upbringing uh i, I get where you're coming from um if, if for cultural pieces like that yes that makes sense um but you know like an example is like Kim's convenience, right? Like you mm. see what they penned out uh, at the end of the s- season. No, the I series. didn't. So basically Simu Liu and I think a lot of the actors were complaining how the writers would kind of um, like ignore their opinions. But the thing is. What, what, sorry, the, the actors would ignore. No, the, the writers would oh, ignore the writers. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. So the actors actually lived the life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. 
Yeah. Paul's like, I'm just going to go this Please, one. by all means, I'm, I'm listening intently. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is, all the whiters of the show are white. All the whiters of the show? All the whiters of the show are the writers of the show. You fucking racist. <laughs> but but that's really it's just it's just so funny that in that mm. is in that sense, right? Like you having white people pen now these Asian experiences. Interesting. Interesting. So that that's the Canadian All right, I'm gonna give it a very unpopular opinion right Go now. for Ooh. it. Ooh, I like All that. Right. I'm always about the unpopular opinion. That, unpopular that. opinion. I like that. That's what I like about you. So anytime these kinds of conversations come up, uh-huh. I always feel like everyone falls back at the very end, right? No matter uh-huh. what kind of discussion is had, no matter who says what, no matter what kind of good or bad points are made, they always go, well, you haven't lived that. You haven't done that. You haven't yeah. been that. You haven't experienced that. Therefore, you have no right to speak on it. You have no no ability to understand or comprehend or or have any kind of opinion on that. A veterinarian has never been a fucking cat. And yet I think a vet knows more about being a cat and what a cat is than a cat does. So by that same logic, like I feel like just because you haven't experienced something or lived something, if you've dedicated your life to understanding something, to studying it, I feel like you're still entitled to having an opinion. Yeah. I feel like and the I, guy who's yeah. white or, or black whatever, or whatever, yeah. right? But spent his Career. last 20 years doing a PhD thesis on, you know, Eastern philosophies or whatever, probably has more of a right to speak on Eastern philosophies than an Asian guy who just was like, yeah, I'm just Asian, but actually I have a degree in, I don't know, fucking accounting or some shit. So, I mean, I... Totally agree with that. There was one guy, I forget yeah. his name. Like, I think it's Riza, Riza Aslan, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Riza like Aslan? he's a, Riza yeah, Aslan? yeah. He's yeah. like, um, yeah. Is he an actor? No, he's a, he's a scholar oh. and he's a, he's a Muslim guy, but he wrote a book on Jesus Christ and he was getting a lot of shit for doing that because, <laughs> because he's not Catholic. Like anything else. You can exactly. research it and become. And also because he was, he was approaching it from mm. a scholarly point of view yeah. versus right? uh, a yeah. culture. Like so let me ask you this then, right? For for example, his example, right, of the writers for Kim's Convenience, right? I th- of course, if you have studied the the subject for a really long time, then of course you can have you can speak to it. But the some of the they were ignoring what, the actors. What, so so okay. I get that, okay? And obviously I wasn't there and yeah, I don't know all yeah, the details, yeah, so yeah. I can't really know. Sure. But my, my point is like, so so to coming back to this whole writer's guy, yeah. right? Like it's possible that maybe the actors were proposing ideas that maybe were they're bad. more maybe they're, <laughs> no, but yeah. maybe they're more relevant to the experience. Mm-hmm. But as a writer, like, yeah, but I can't make a fucking TV episode. Exactly. Out of that. Like, it's not good you know, TV. I, mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry or I'm happy or whatever that you lived that, but also I can't make a script from what you just mm, told me. That's, that's just yeah. throwaway information. Like I, I'm, I can't do anything about it that's as, true. as a Maybe. writer. Right. That's so that's yeah. my, I'm not saying they know about more about being Asian or whatever. I think it's, they know more about being a writer and writing scripts because right. they're writers. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. And so, actors are actors, right? Yeah. They, they, know about they do acting. their thing. Fair enough. And what you were, what you were going to say, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I ruined your whole thought process here. Playing devil's advocate here for a second. Like, would you say that if I studied Italian food uh-huh. as an example, like, like I, I always feel food is a very good example for, for this kind of, um, you know, as a All metaphor. Right. Because let's say Asian food, Italian food, whatever food. Like, people that have, like, lived through it, that have cooked it all the time, knows there's, like, little nuances 
that let's say you just start, start doing it. Let's say I start making Italian food. I don't think no matter how much I read, no matter how much I study, there's still a bit of a, a difference in the details that I think I would miss. See, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't agree with I that. I don't agree. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like someone who's yeah whatever, using Italian because you know you think it relates to me somehow, so I'm going to get... <laughs> I feel like what? Yeah, if sure. you're like, oh, I spent like four years at culinary school and I, mm. I majored in, I don't know how the fuck you majored in this, but I majored in Italian cuisine. Sure. I'd be like, you're clearly better at it than I am. I make fucking scrambled eggs and toast. And, <laughs> and that is like, oh, I made a meal. Good for me. Like, yeah. I know? actually think that it's food. Skill. I actually think that food is not a good example. No. I, because there's so much emotion attached to food. Right. Right. Whereas, so for example, you know, if you knew someone who, you know, Cook who uh, studied in Italy for ten years, yeah, and you ate their food, and then you ate, you know, food from your grandmother who's been cooking Italian food their entire life. You might just feel, like, genuinely feel that food from your grandmother tastes better, even though objectively, objectively, it's not. It's not right. Sure, yeah, but that's different, right? That's that's pain reducing nostalgia. That's like, that's like when you eat like a shitty candy or whatever from your childhood, like rock candy. You're like, this is like fucking earwig wax and and you know bone dust, but it reminds me of fun Halloween and so on. Yeah, but I feel like food, like, has that. I don't know for some reason manifests manifests itself physically from emotion into actual real. Because it lights feelings. your senses up. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if food is actually a good example of of that specific thing that you're trying to Fair. Fair enough. Oh, Fair okay. enough. Okay. Cool. Cool. So that was your dream, your dream question. That was a I I really like oh, that, that that is that is that where that all came from? Holy yeah. shit. That went yeah, we, we, we went on a tangent from your dream question. Okay. So yeah. what 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 was the dream question, the purpose of the question? Just just helps you get to uh, okay. I mean, look no, at look a, at the the conversation. So no, it's great. But yeah. I, I was wondering, like, is it like a game where like you? you... There's no game. No, oh, there's right. no. There really is no right or wrong answer. I okay. feel like it gives me weird insights. Or not weird. It gives me insights into like what people's real like hopes and dreams and and also who they are as a person. And yeah, it's interesting conversation all the time. But you know, like the job that somebody picks based on what it is, like uh-huh. its merit. You know, it can speak a lot to I think like who someone is. Like you know, you want to be a teacher. It shows that like. You enjoy like educating others. You want mm. to be helpful, that kind of shit, or a doctor or a race car driver. You like, you know, excitement and you're a daredevil and that kind of, you know, it, it talks about the person because now you're not picking something based on the actual requirements of the job, which mm. a lot of times are more boring, I find, than the job itself, right? Like you don't just wake up and be a race car driver, right? Like mm. there's tons of boring shit that goes into it before yeah. that happens. But we all just see the fun part. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, right. the, the and, surface layer. But it's that it's that fun part, I guess, that speaks to like who people are inside. Like no one's like, yeah, I really want to study for like eight years or ten years or whatever to be a doctor, right? Like I can't wait to get into books and lose sleep and all this, right? No one. Yeah, wants yeah to no one wants to see the hard work. They want to do the fun part, the doctor part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your answer? Yeah, I told you already. I, you told me. There's they don't know. the audience. There's only one correct answer. Okay. Correct answer. There is. Sorry, think, it is a trick question. The correct answer. <laughs> the correct answer is always astronaut. If you don't say astronaut, I lose faith in you as a person. Just overall, I, I trust you less. So, so why for you is it astronaut? Why yeah. astronaut? Oh God, so many things. Not the least of which is an astronaut is the real life equivalent of saying, I want to be a fucking unicorn, okay? <laughs> there are s- more than 7 billion people on this planet. How many of them are astronauts? Like 12. Mm. Mm. It's, it's the most unique 
interesting, exciting, challenging job. It, it furthers the species. It requires mm. wit and, and athleticism. And it's, it's the best of who we are. It's true. To challenge Paul, um, Shatner just uh, went to space today. That doesn't okay. make him an astronaut. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that kind of... I'm not talking about a hop-along, okay? You don't get to be like strapped in and be like, I'm an astronaut because I was there. Right. Um, then you're just luggage, right? So, so what? what is the... like? Okay, so these commercial flights into space, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. How far into space do they go? Because from what I know... They don't really go that far into space. No, no, no. Only Blue Dragon hasn't gone that far. But What's uh, Blue Dragon? I so, don't know. I haven't okay. kept up with any so, of this shit. So uh, Amazon, Bezos is a space company that Shatner flew flew on. It's okay. called Blue Dragon. Okay. And I think they're like, out of the three, they are like the lowest in terms of advancement. Mm -hmm. And pretty much they hit like the final layer before true space. So they haven't, hasn't, they've been to like weightlessness, you know, you feel all that stuff, yeah. but you're not truly in space yet. Whereas like SpaceX and I think Virgin Galactic mm -hmm. actually has pierced that veil and mm -hmm. they've, they've actually reached outer space mm -hmm. and then come back down. Yeah. So what is your opinion on space exploration? I think it's something that we've neglected because it isn't popular and mm -hmm. because we don't see the immediate benefits for it. Yeah. You know, there was the whole space race in the yeah. what was it, 60s, 60s, yeah. right? Because there was good propaganda behind that. I mean, it was kind right. of pointless, but there was good propaganda. So they had to really pump really, it up. really give that. <sighs> then it kind of petered off and they were like, okay, well, this isn't popular anymore and it costs a shit ton of money. So forget it. Now we're realizing, oh, we might have botched this whole Earth thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we need Earth 2.0, boys. Maybe, yeah, we need a backup plan. And honestly, I think regardless of whether or not we get the planet in order, which is like a whole other debate conversation. Sometimes, um, I, sometimes I wonder. How much have we learned from space exploration? Not from studying space. Like we've studied like black holes, like what is it called? Cosmo 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 cosmology? Cosmetology? Cosmology? I, I don't think, I think cosmology. cosmetology is the makeup thing. Okay. So <laughs> cosmology. Okay, yeah. Like theoretical physics, that kind of stuff, you know, the study of space, right? How much have we learned from that versus space exploration? Uh, I'm not. We, we are, uh, unfortunately, I'm not. We an are astronaut. the least qualified <laughs> people. Qualified. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone here has a I you know red like, stuff. I feel like there has to have been yeah at least some, if not a fair bit of knowledge gained from mm. from actual space exploration. Mm. Not just like I feel like. You don't necessarily go out there and be like, oh, okay, the the discovery is in, you know, I went to the moon and I found something on the moon that's helpful. Mm. It's more like seeing practical applications of theories and learning from how theories might either actually mm. ring true or be proven wrong, right? So you learn more about like rocketry and right, all that right, other, right, time right. travel. I mean, hopefully not time travel, but again, <laughs> not an astronaut. I have no idea. Anyone who is like a particle physicist or whatever listening to this, that makes sense. Don't yeah, make yeah. fun of me. All right, I don't know any better, yeah. but, but that does that, something. That answers my question. You know, like the you know learning more about jet propulsion and you know that kind of stuff. Something material engineering. Yeah. I mean, right, there's, right. there's so many things that go into it. Yeah. So. Makes so, sense. So that's partly why you know, like, because. I think everyone here knows that I'm leaving at the end of the month, but like a lot of my friends are down there do those kind of things. Like the one friend I had astronauts, uh, they work on the spaceship, not astronauts directly. Can I come too? You can definitely come. He, he said that he would take me uh, for a tour one day. Hey man, I'm there too. Come. 
<laughs> no, no, but I want to go to space. All right, don't don't, don't bait me in with this whole promise. Of fuck you guys! Space. I'm going to space. Yeah. Finally living it. Finally yeah. living it. We're gonna take him to you know those like uh, fake ones where it's just like a black dome. Look, don't 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 kids. tease me like that. All right, don't play with my emotions. <laughs> Get me all geared up and ready to go, and then all of a sudden you just let me down. But that's like the kind of stuff they work down down there, right? Like JPL, like Jet Propulsion Labs, and stuff like that. Like, and they build like the shuttles. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking insane. You get to work in that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. You know, meanwhile, over here, it's like, all right, guys, which accounting firm are we going to work for? But that's, that's, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's a fair comparison, right? It's, it, just, it's not a fair comparison because yeah. we just don't offer those kind of industries here. Yeah. It's, it's like just people, that we don't. It's but, like people who move back to Hong Kong, right? You don't, you wouldn't laugh at those people for, for moving to Hong Kong because it's kind of jobs there. Still pay really well, but the types Extremely of industry, well. yeah, and the, but the types of industry there is maybe not the most exciting. No, for right? sure, for sure. Yeah, but so I mean, like, like going back to his answer though. But if that is your dream to be an astronaut, sometimes you gotta let your dreams be dreams. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you gotta know when the odds are stacked against you. All right, we, we can't the all silver lining. make the cut, and I'm I'm okay with that. I I don't mm. do the whole participant ribbon bullshit. Like mm. uh-huh. I know my limits. Okay, if yeah. I. Uh, even if I tried, even if I wanted in my wildest of dreams to be an astronaut, I, I just don't think that I am of that caliber of person to, you know, meet all of them. You, you should just email Elon and be like, hey, man, like next Again, time. I, I want to be an astronaut. L- luggage. All right. Don't, don't strap <laughs> me to the front of the ship and be like, you're an astronaut. Go. <laughs> be like, do you have any experimental technology that no one wants to test? I'm your man. Oh, great. He'll God. be Spudnik. Now I'm a, now I'm a monkey. Thanks. <laughs> He'll be Spudnik. <laughs> so now we know your dream. You want to be an astronaut. You know. And now I know yours. You want to be a director. Of, I do. Of yeah. Nondescript films. Nondescript films. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was your answer? I think I said uh, antique shop owner. <laughs> <laughs> right? But no, seriously. So what I was saying about the question. It really reflects. Knowing Alan. Knowing Alan. antique shop owner. You're like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I, I see it. I want a little bit of excitement, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. The but guy I, comes in with the rare thing, right? Yeah. You're like, Ooh. And I also you mean a pawn shop owner. Uh, I think those were. I was debating between the two. <laughs> right. I was debating between the two. But remember, it's got to be the real version. You can't do Pawn Stars where it's all just <laughs> right, like right, celebrities right. and excitement. Yeah. It's like weird crackheads coming yeah. with stolen stereos. <laughs> right, so right, right. I think that's what like changed your your perception. No, it was actually. I think I talked to my wife. I talked to Suze, uh-huh. and what she said was, "It's it's really sad being a pawn shop owner." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I, so okay, let's t- let's back up a little bit. So I I really like old things. Yeah, and I really like stories behind old things, and I really like hearing stories. Okay, so when people t- tell me, "Oh, this thing was passed down by my grandfather," blah blah blah, on a, all that. like the story behind things, I'm really mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. and that's kind of originally why I said pawn shop owner. Okay, but I was talking to my wife, and she said that that's going to be really sad because a lot of the people who come to a pawn shop are people who are kind of they yeah, have like to get rough, rid of this. Yeah. yeah, they have to get rid of this thing that means a lot to them, but they have to get rid of it for the money. So it's actually really sad because you're hearing stories, but they're mostly like very sad stories. I'm like, huh, that's, that's fucking true. <laughs> so I got to change my, change my uh, idea to be an antique shop owner because, you know, you still kind of get the, uh, you know, the, the background, the history of the item. Maybe it's a little bit less sad, but, uh, you, know, you know, kind of a quiet lifestyle, you know, kind of, kind of see different characters come and go. I'm into that. 
What if How you were hard of hearing? What, what does it have to do with anything? The, at man, all? the man like, in the closet just said, what if you're hard of hearing? But that's what he... Alan wants to listen, listen to people's stories. Right along. But as what a, if you're dead? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if he's uh, he's high or not. He's not. He's just. Uh, he's just. That's how he is. He's a uh, just uh, special. Yeah, very interesting human being. So, so going back to your point, though, okay, you want to be an antique shop owner because interesting artifacts may come by. Yeah. Yeah. But how is that different from pawn stars or pawn shops? Where because I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want to be. No, no, no I'm not saying being in the spotlight, but okay. I'm just saying like as a pawn shop. Okay. And you're you're saying that you change your mind because Suze said, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking things away from people that have meaning. Yeah. As an antique shop owner, yeah, someone's coming in with a piece of antique. They're selling to you it's the, for the same reason. It's the tone. Yeah. Right? But also, it's the tone. But it also just looks antique, better. An antique no, shop owner isn't necessarily people coming in. Okay. It could be you going to acquire these items. And right? if people are coming in, I think I feel like in an antique shop, it's okay. more like, oh, you know, this I had this thing. It was my grandma's and I don't know what to do with it anymore. Yeah, it's been sitting exactly. out for fair, a right? yeah. shop is like, Look, man, I gotta I gotta make rent at the end of the month. I don't really want to yeah. do this, but you know, yeah. like enough. here, you hang on to this. You see antique roadshow. You don't see pawn roadshow, right? I'm I'm just like envisioning, which is also I I used to when I was a kid. I used to really like watching antique roadshow. Really? Yeah. Road yeah. Show. I'm just envisioning Alan, you know, like hunched over with his cane. Oh, hey, kids, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that that clock is from nineteen fifty. Like your idea of him next week, or <laughs> that's me. That's I feel me. like that's him next week, week, right? That's that could me. Be you now. I love canes. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say that. Don't don't don't. He's, don't do he's that. going toward don't, it. Don't don't bring that on yourself. I, I, well, okay, fine. But uh, I I was my my because my grandfather had a really fucking cool cane. Was it like a gun yeah. cane or something? No, it was just a, it was a cane that had a fucking ego at the top. And I just oh, thought cool, it was yeah. really fucking cool. And as a kid, I always thought, oh, grandpa has a really fucking cool cane. <laughs> True. Yeah. Did, did he beat you with the cane? No. Why does everything have to be so like negative? I'm just kidding. You can't kidding. have anything nice. Exactly. This I'm is why teasing. we can't add everything nice. <laughs> so one, th- <laughs> see, this is the kind of shit that this guy brings up. Well, so we went to elementary school together, as you know, right? And you do, what are they, you do like skits, not Arts skits, no, not, uh, you do, uh, dra- it's not really drama class, what but was like, it? what was this? The parachute game. No, it's just like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I you would play know. like drama games. It's not really drama class, but you would play drama yeah, games. Yeah, like it's improv like games or whatever. Yeah. Like, like the yes game. Yes mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Right. Wait, what was this game? Yes. Yes and. Yes and. So every time someone does something and asks you a question or does whatever, you have to take that and you have to continue with it. You can't just take, you can't just take like a totally different turn. You have to say yes and, and then add to the story, right? I, I don't remember this game at all. Seriously? It's like the whole idea of like, look, I baked you a tray of cookies. You can't be like, no, there's no cookies. Whatever the hell are you talking about? Your hands yeah, are empty. Exactly. Like, right, you, you gotta, you gotta play yeah. along. You gotta you can be like, oh, yeah, they're, and they're delicious. Exactly. And they'll go yeah. great with this yeah. milk. And So when we used to play this game, it, I, so this I was during remember. class. We're like, we played this game during class, right? Did we? How yeah. old were we? Uh, I think grade six. And okay. I distinctly remember AK always taking it 
into a violent turn. <laughs> always, almost always. It was so either familiar. fighting or something guns. you want to tell us, Anthony? Always takes it in a very violent direction. Well, I, I watched a lot of violent movies growing up. All right. Okay, I have witnesses here, so I feel safer. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my story of AK. That's your story of AK? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you but, have to tell one about Alan. I honestly don't remember that much. Maybe just because we just... We always we, played basketball. We block it yeah. We always played a lot of basketball. Yeah. And that's all we really did growing up. And then I hurt my finger. I remember we used to play with Ken and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> It was like kind of like almost like a, a mob thing, you know, all the Asians and all the non-Asians. Not really. That. Honestly, yeah. the, the, the group on, we hung out with was all fobs. The the biggest, so this, see, that's the thing. Like yeah. the biggest divide when I was a kid, yeah. right, wasn't Asians and then non-Asians. It was between Asians and, and Asians. Yeah, yeah. Asians and CVCs. No, that no, was no, the sorry, that, biggest divide in elementary school. I think it got better in high school. But in elementary school, that was definitely the biggest divide I've seen. Like, I never really felt any... You don't feel, like, like um, disliked, but they oh, do... I, oh, yeah, definitely. You, you did? Oh, yeah. Like, Maybe I, I did, too. I don't remember. Like, I, living... I mean, I've been here since I was six years old, but I never really felt racist against by any other culture. Really? Except by other Asians. Like, like I guess, like, CBCs, yeah. like, like, really, like, people that don't speak Chinese, they yeah. don't listen to Chinese music. They would give us a bit of a hard time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Give, I do kind of remember that now. Yeah. They give us a really hard time. Like, when we they, they don't like hate you, but they don't like, I mean, you get picked on. You. you definitely get picked on. You get picked on, but yeah. you don't get accepted either. You don't get like, they don't like, they're not yeah. inclusive. Like, I wasn't really, I didn't really care because I had friends. I had yeah. other friends, right? So it didn't really bother me that much. But yeah. when you have people who are kind of more on, <laughs> I don't want to say fringe, but like, People like more intro, even like I feel like I'm introverted, but even more introverted kids who mm-hmm. don't have that many friends. Plus, on top of that, they're getting bullied by people who are the, supposed the to cool be cool kids. Or, yeah, who are technically supposed to be their same race and be more accepting. But then kids are kids. Kids are assholes. You know, yeah, uh, kids are just shitty in general. Yeah, but yeah. Do, do you feel like the whole like same race thing makes it? Worse makes makes no makes it well. I mean, maybe worse, but but makes people makes feel like it's more mm. permissible. Like, uh, like they don't feel as weird or bad about it because you know they convince themselves like no, it can't be me because we're the same, and therefore I, I don't can't know. be motivated by well, that. Well, to to be fair, if you look at it, like if you go to Asia, like racism is between literally like racism is like innate to people. Like at, in America, all Asians stick together. I don't care if you're Korean, Japanese, Chinese, you know, Filipino, whatever you are, stick together. But you go to Asia, everyone hates on each other. But so you say that, but do you hurt? I, I don't really know. But also we're adults now. Yeah. Right. But would you say that kids in the States are different? Like, would you say that Asian kids who are like ABCs yeah. versus Asian kids who are immigrants, do you think they are accepting of each other? I don't think that ever changes. I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because when I'm in Asia with my expat friends, so when I'm in China and Shanghai, I want to hang with their expats. There's no locals and we don't hang with the locals. Locals don't like to talk to us. It's just like there's that line, the invisible line that you kind of feel and see. Even in Korea, when I'm in Korea, I'm with like the, the friends that I have there. Like they're all American or Americanized or come from Europe or like my friend, he's Chinese that, you know, he works over there or one of the guys from New York and he studies there. There's that invisible divide always there. So let me ask you the question yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever cross the line and 
go hang out with the locals? Um, I, no, I do. The answer is all no. The time. Oh, I do actually. Do I, I, I do have made all friends. All the time. Not not yeah. in not in Shanghai or in Korea, just because I don't know the language well enough. Mm. But in Hong Kong, I've made friends, you know, uh, and we hang out. Um, but for the most part, Hong Kong is a little bit different though. Yeah. It's more international. It's right? more international than most places. Like I would say in Hong Kong, like I went to clubs there and everybody's white. Like it, it's so weird. I also don't feel like in Hong Kong, they don't like expats. They like expats more. I feel like in Taiwan, in Taiwan is kind of like that too, but in Japan and in Korea. Where they're more conservative. I don't think they really like expats. They don't love them. I don't, I don't feel like they love them. Um, you know, like, I don't think they're like, they're like, oh, you know, exile them. Yeah. But from what I've heard, so my friends were telling me, like, they were kind of bl- blaming expats, like, in, in Korea mm. for COVID. You know, like, and they were posting messages about that. I was like, oh, what does it say? They're like, oh, you know, they're saying, like, people are from, like, outside are bringing COVID in. Yeah. And they were saying the same thing in Japan. So yeah. uh, what I, I listened to this podcast. It's like these three guys in Japan. Okay. Um, you know, two of them are foreigners. One of right. them is, like, mixed. Okay. Um, And they were saying how like a lot of the people in Japan, I don't want to say racist, but are a little bit prejudicial to people who are foreigners because they feel like, oh, they're kind of in some way uh, causing the problem, causing the problem. But at that point, Japan had really, really low vaccination rates. Yeah. And all these people who are foreigners went back to their home country, got vaccinated (laughs) and they came back. So they were like, you know, you're probably more likely catching COVID from a local than from a foreigner. Yeah. Right. So a lot of this stuff is just, it's just, that's, it's racism. That's, that's, it, I mean, I, I wouldn't call it racism, is. but I that's guess. Actually what it, that's what it is. That's what it is. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that. But at the same time, I, I guess like, you're not going to be like pointing fingers at your neighbor, right? Like, you know, it's like, hey, John, and, the, and fuck I, you. And I feel like that's the problem with like countries like Korea and Japan. Where they're very homogenous? No, where they're very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're very, they, they don't like to offend people, right? No, I'm good. I mean. Right. But so they, they keep this, ra- I mean, I feel like, it, like it's like that in Canada sometimes as well, where like they keep the racism very like, very <laughs> quiet. They're like quiet racism. But no, but, but Canada is exactly like, well, I think Canada is a bit. It's a bit worse than that, but we are very quiet racist. I would say if we're going to be racist, like you can never, you can never call anyone else on being racist. You're just like, I mean, it happens. It happens, but you can't, you can't catch them on it. It's not like America where it's in your face racism. No? I also feel like it's just overall. Yeah. It's very rare. It's very rare. Here you mean? Or down where? I think everywhere. Like, like everywhere. Oh, where it's like very like overt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think just yeah. very rare. But when it does happen. It's like, like someone's taking out their phone and put it on TikTok. Someone's taking out their phone, put it on Instagram. It's for I don't the know why you guys keep like glancing over at me, like, <laughs> like this is a thing that I got. I'm trying. Be- I'm trying to keep everyone in, in oh, good. Right. I'm being trying. inclusive. Okay, inclusive, right? right? I appreciate yeah. The inclusion. But it's, it's just, like, in the out. racist conversation. Trust me, the one white guy in the room does not want to be. <laughs> Listen, I I know my role. Yeah. Okay, I, <laughs> take a back seat on this. One. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, so so. Honestly, Paul, I, you know, we went to high school together, but through the last couple of years, I don't think we've hung out too, too much, um, you know, for good, for worse, whatever it is. So, you know, have you been traveling a lot in these last, like, you know, 10 years? During the pan- oh, okay. Like pandemic. Oh, okay. During the pandemic? No. No, no I don't think during the pandemic you traveled to anywhere too far. But yeah, I mean, the last little while, I mean, I've got a couple of places. Yeah. yeah well, where have you been? Like, honestly, I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with you as much, to be honest. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> where, where have I been, Alan? Help me out here. My, uh, my he, rotten, addled mind. Singapore. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're in Singapore. Twice. Korea. Um, Thailand. Uh, Man's culture. Taiwan. Really? Taiwan. That's yeah. right. Um, Cambodia. Was it all with you? Taiwan was with me. Yeah. And in Korea, I was there as well. Um, yeah. Everything else he's done on his own. Wow. Or with others. Oh yeah, because I remember you got your dragon tattoo in Thailand. Thailand, Singapore, Thailand? Singapore, Singapore. The second yeah. half of it, yeah. I got right. the first half when I lived there, and then the second half when I went back. How long were you gone for? When I lived there? Yeah, I, I don't remember. For a year? Oh shit! Yeah, it was good. It was a great experience. I always talk very fondly about it. I mean, I recommend it highly to anyone. It was my my friend. My friend lives there right now. One of the guys, one of the Korean guys that used to live here. Now he's living in Singapore. Yeah, it's a nice place. That's awesome. <clears throat> so honestly, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but. Would you live in Singapore? Of call. Uh, how old am I and like what's going on in my life? Uh, right now. Right now. Right Today. now. If, let's Today. say, assuming you have a job opportunity in Singapore. Is it a good job? Uh, Decent job. Let's say it's... Six figures. Let's say, let's say it's uh, 20%. Let's say it's 10... Let's say it's 15%. Jesus more. Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Not- let's say it's 15% more than what you're making now. Okay. Yeah. Um, taxes low. I was like what? Zero. No, yeah, no. I think I think right now I'm kind of on the tail end of it, but I could definitely enjoy the the calmer side of mm. the adult life there. Mm. Don't get any weird ideas. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's a great city, especially for like young adults. Mm. Um, super vibrant nightlife, great food, like yeah. low cost, uh, very friendly people. Low cost in terms of I guess like everything except housing and cars. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's everywhere. Um, that's everywhere. Yeah. So, well, so, so yeah. So, so in that sense, like, great. I think once I cross the threshold into like having a family, mm. I don't know if I'd want to have kids there mm-hmm. just because they yeah. have this like ultra, strict. it's not even just the strict, it's this weird, like they call it like a meritocracy. Like, Oh, we just want to reward people who like deserve it. But really it's like, no, you've just created this giant culture where all you're trying to do is not only achieve, but make sure that you crush everyone else <laughs> in your path yeah. to the top because God forbid anyone else succeeds because then that could jeopardize your success. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, like everything is ranked, everything. Like imagine being an elementary school kid. You're going out of elementary school, you take a test, yeah. and you all get ranked across the country yeah. and the smart kids go to you know, these high schools and the yeah. dumber kids go to the, you know what I mean? Like that, so that's a very that Asian age, thing. Yeah. You're already being measured against your peers. Like, I don't know. I feel like at that age, you know, you're a kid. The, the biggest things you should be worried about in like the eighth grade is like, you know, what's a booby feel like? Uh, <laughs> like that kind of shit. No, I get it. Like, like kids but, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like boring mundane. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, all of Asia is like that, right? Sorry, I, I think and you Asia. think that my answer would change if you were like, yeah, no, but what I'm not about saying like it'll change, but I'm just saying that it's a very common thing in Asia. It, it is in terms of that kind of system. Yeah. Right. In terms of getting ranked and kind of stuff like that. And where you can go to school based on your ranking. But what he's saying about like crushing everybody oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I don't feel like that really carries over to I don't Japan, think Korea, yeah, Taiwan. I don't think the crushing thing happens everywhere. But the ranking thing definitely does. But it's, don't you feel like that's inherent of the ranking? Because ranking, it's one thing to say, we measure you based on your performance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone who gets a hundred is a winner, right? Like, so yeah. that's, that's one <laughs> Participation. thing. But, but if it's all comparative, mm-hmm. you can't just succeed. Because if everyone gets a hundred, you're just right. average. You're just right. normal. Right. Yeah. So it really is when you rank people rather than just take an objective finite number, mm. you 
also incentivize them to want others to fail hmm. because I appear better if others do worse. And all that really matters is my relative standing. I can do terribly as long as I'm the least terrible. Mm. I'm the winner. But I don't, I don't necessarily think so because it's, it's we- Singapore is a very weird place because they have very Asian systems, but very Western thinking and Western yeah, mentality. Right. So you have like, you know, places like Japan and Korea and Taiwan, which has a more, I mean, it, it is a more Asian mentality, which is like more of a group mentality, right? But Western mentality is more individualistic. So mm-hmm. it's very weird that the, the maybe because of the that combined with the system results in that crushing of others' feeling. I, yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like, you guys ever heard the story of UT? How people would hide each other's like textbooks. I always thought that that was not. I I, I, sorry, I, don't, know. I didn't believe I don't know. any of that. You didn't believe He's it. He's at University of Toronto, not UT. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you know how like they used to. There's always this rumor or story that students would hide other students' textbooks, or, like Rotman or something. like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of that. Like you're trying mm. to crush the competition mm. by fucking up their ability to study, right? Yeah. Like hide your textbooks and throw away your notes or some shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've never seen that, you know, in yeah. my for university career. I, I I've never either. True. Yeah. Oh, I went to York. Well, <laughs> yeah. You don't do that shit. But also I feel, I feel like at York, it was really, people kind of shit on York a lot. Right. It, Cause it's do. not, as, it's not as prestigious as, you know, U of T, Waterloo, yeah, yeah. but I definitely feel like the environment at York was a lot more conducive. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if uh, my brain is thinking inclusive, but I don't know if that's the right word. But it's definitely more of a community compared to some of the uh, some of the other universities where mm-hmm. it kind of has that crush everyone in your path. <laughs> okay. I feel like I should be clear about this. When I say like crush everyone in your path, I don't mean that I'm going to actively go out of my way to sabotage others, but more mm. it's just like the whole of like, I'm not going to help you mm. and I'm hoping for your failure. Mm. Right? Mm. Like, you got that feeling in Singapore? Kind <laughs> of. I mean, I didn't, but thankfully, you know, I was kind of like, I feel like I was exempt from a lot of shit. I feel like because you're not local, because you're, yeah, cause, yeah. Cause you know, I, I just got color. a pass. So like, you know what? It's fine. You're you're not even in the race. Wait, wait, yeah. you're just a spectator. So yeah. it's fine. Just whatever you want. Were you doing yeah. exchange there? I forget. Yeah, I was just doing oh, exchange. Oh, that, yeah. that makes sense. I was like, right, right, if you're right. working there, I don't think you'll experience any of that. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So, I've never lived. Yeah. Or, I've never been to fucking Singapore. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, so you looked at the kids. They looked at you. They were like, you know what? We're not gonna bully you. <laughs> yeah, we're I not feel gonna like crush I got a free you. Pass. Remember, they were all really nice to me. I, I, I got off super easy. It was fine. I think that's the case. Like, okay, so you know how Korean people are. Like, um, if let's say there's an older Korean dude, like, and you let's say you do something that like is wrong, yeah, you usually just apologize. Let's say you step on his toe or something, right? So apparently, if you're in, this is in LA, mm-hmm. so we actually double parked, you know, our car because we didn't think anyone would come out. This one guy with one leg. Would need to move his oh, car. Of course, he had one leg. Of course, he did. I, I didn't even. I, of course, he I, I had didn't even one know. Leg. I was. I was just like, see. Oh. I'm sorry to stop your story, but every time you do something shitty, it's always 
like this the is worst a, possible version of it. I once used a handicapped bathroom. Okay. You opened that door and there he was right the, there, just going, really? It's the guy, shit? I, the guy with in a wheelchair rolls up to the door and I go, shit, I'm taking a dump. Oh my God. It's, it, that's how it, that's how it always is. It'd be more funny if Alan opened the door and he's like, oh fuck, I didn't flush. Anyway, sorry, continue your story. So, Double parked. So, the guy had had one leg, and then like we blocked him. The, he had, literally had to do like a fifty point turn because it was like everyone was parked by along the wall. I was seeing my friend's place, and we double parked right, like because like there was enough spots, and so we were blocking his car. And you know, I, I didn't know right, like they were knocking, we didn't hear them. So I finally came out, I was like, "Oh shit, sorry, I'm so sorry, I I blocked your car." And the first thing they wanted to know was what was my background, whether I'm Korean or not. Really? That's the first thing they asked. Are, are you Korean? And I've gotten this question many times. Because they were Korean. They are Korean. Ah, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, oh shit. And like, and I, was, I was sitting with my friend. He's at yeah. work. I didn't want to like, you know, fuck up his neighborly yeah. relationship. He's like, yeah. yeah, my neighbor's a dick. Don't worry about him. And then I got one leg. I was like, okay. But <laughs> anyways. Very so, interesting that he asked that question. That's very interesting. Yeah. So no, yeah. but they all ask that. I like, let's say like, even when I'm, I'm like trying to do some business meetings right now mm. down there, the first thing they ask you is, oh, are you, are you Korean? And, and like they're Korean, right? I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm not. And they treat you differently based on that. So if you're Korean, they expect uh, apparently more like if like in that situation, they expect all the cultural stuff, right? Yeah, like more uh, be more apologetic, you know, really be like really apologetic if you fucked up. Um, but in terms of doing business, then like there's the hierarchy thing, you know, if she's older, if you're younger, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're non-Korean, you're exempt. You know, nothing applies to you anymore. Okay. You get a free pass. And, I hate, and to some degree, I hate that. I hate that so much. Like that I get a free pass? How dare you? No, so like I, I worked hard for I, I worked hard for this pass. I did nothing and I received this. What do you mean? It, it works the other way around too, right? Like because of the seniority, you literally don't have to do anything mm. for respect. They have to respect mm. you because of seniority. And I hate that. I think it's cool from a culture point of view that you have to do these things. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the little uh, etiquette stuff. I think that's kind of cool. That's fine. I, yeah. I get that. But the fact that people expect a certain level of respect just because of seniority. I hate that. I hate that. That, that reminds me of your story from our last podcast together. Alan that? tells a story about how there's this guy in Taiwan. So in Taiwan, apparently the special forces it's not like you're graduate into special forces. It's like someone rolled the dice. It's like one guy's infantry, the next guy's special forces. I feel like that can't be right. It's, it's not special forces. It's like uh, it's like like the national police, like the, like the navy, like the not not like so. There's like the army, which is the the, the tanks, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, infantry, yeah. And infantry stuff like that. Yeah. There's the air force, and then there's the navy. You're not gonna break down each one of those for me. The navy. <laughs> there's like the, the air force. You know, they got the planes. Well, the the planes fly the around. Navy, they got some boats. The navy's on the boats, right? <laughs> yeah, they got the boats, yeah. right? I think. But then there's the other. And the bell bottoms. Yeah. And then there's the other one, which is kind of like a com combination between the navy and the army. Oh, like marines. Marines. In that's that's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was he and he got into the marines, but in that, but in Taiwan, the marines is like. You, it's the it's big a, deal. It's it's the, a lottery. Okay. Yeah. All of those are lotteries. So you can pick one and go, ah, fuck. I got the, I got the fucking Marines, you know? And, but, but you were telling me how this guy was older. Yeah. So 
they gave him seniority. They're like, like all his commanders were like apparently afraid to work him. They were afraid to like drill him too hard because it was literally like 10 years older than everyone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So they were like, shit, I can't disrespect this guy. He's exactly. Because he's older than me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, John, uh, are, you, are you okay? If you don't mind, can I get another 10 push-ups? <laughs> if it's yeah. not too much trouble. Yeah. You know, if you feel. Yeah. If, if you want to join the group. If you want to join mean, the group. When I was younger, like when I just when I was just graduating high school and kind of like early university, mm-hmm. I definitely considered it. Like I considered going back and doing my service too. Right. But I can't read, I can't read or write Chinese. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know if I could do anything. Like, I don't even think I would be accepted. It's know? like flammable. Alan's like shooting his gun. Yeah, I've heard that the, the service now is a lot chill easier. Yeah. A really? lot easier. Um, but I don't know. I I definitely thought about it though. I've had a, I think I have a couple more years to consider it. Did, did, <laughs> did you did you ever ask your dad about it? Because you know your dad being a fa- military family, and all. <laughs> he did, he didn't really care to be honest. He, with you. He's like he's like you want to join the military? Go for it. Yeah, I, I think he said that it would be cool, but he didn't really care. I think that's one of the reasons why we kind of immigrated to Canada in the first place, which is to like kind of get that. away from a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Are you on the hook if you go back? Uh, I I don't remember the the age, but I think. Until I'm 35 or 37. It's kind of like, all right, you're you're yeah. in sort of thing. The, yeah. So if I stay, so that's why every time I go back to Taiwan, I have to either use my Canadian passport or if I go back with my Taiwanese passport, I have to go to the, the immigration office and say that I'm not a permanent resident here. Again. Sorry, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like when I say you're in, I don't mean like, oh, lucky you, you're in. I mean, yeah. like, too bad, you're in. This, yeah. this is happening. Actually, last, time I, last time I went back to Taiwan uh, with my uh, Taiwanese passport, I got the letter. Oh, shit. They're like, hey, what's up? So, I don't know listen. how they fucking track me down. Because like here or there? Uh, they send it to my, my aunt's place. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because apparently my, my, my permanent residence address is at my aunt's, uh, which is basically where we stay when I was younger. That's basically where yeah, we stayed yeah. when we went back. And they got a letter. And they're like, Alan, you got the letter. I'm like, oh, you got the fuck. letter. Oh, shit. Did, did they say where they, did they like roll the dice for you already? They're like. No, yeah. you, you do that after. So I think they, they were like, oh, you, you have to report to blah, 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 place at some certain time. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't remember what, exactly what it said, but. I think, you, you were too busy grabbing your luggage and running for the airport. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Shut them out like of here. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of scary. Can you imagine the letters like opens? You got. It's like Winner, the sorting hat. Genio. <laughs> it's like the sorting hat in Harry Potter, except you've already, they picked it for you. I mean, at your age, they wouldn't work you too hard. You get paid. I don't know. Honestly, because of my lack of qualifications, I don't even think that I, they would take me. Because like, uh, first of all, I'm yeah. older. Uh, and second, I can't read or write Chinese. So I don't know how they would be able to put me in. So, beca- so usually if you um, have some, some, some sort of expertise, like if you went mm. to university already, then they would put you in like an office job, right? But because I, I don't know the language, I can speak, <laughs> I can speak it fine. But because I don't know anything else, I can't really work a desk job either. Right. Right? Maybe put him in politics or something. I don't know what they would put me in. They sent him to China. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm good, thanks. A fate worse, worse than death, it sounds like. The look on your face. And here's the thing, like I've 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 really considered moving to China too. Really? I've considered I've considered it. I used to Sorry, be, you've considered it or I, Suze has considered I've it. Considered for it. You? I've considered it. Because like I don't I used to I used to have I don't want to say a grudge. That's kind of the wrong word, but pride. Yeah. It, yeah. In in my background as being from Taiwan, you know, and my yeah. grandparents fought for us to be there. Yeah. Right? So I, I kind of felt this 
pride. And I didn't want to give that up if I was to ever move to China. Yeah. But because ethnically, right, and my grandparents are all from there, I definitely want to go back and visit and, and visit and explore. And maybe if I like the lifestyle, maybe live there, you know, it's I, a pretty good lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I kind of, you know, again, my mind has opened a little bit more where I feel like, okay, okay, I can separate the people from the politics. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, of all the Chinese people I've met, none of them really care. They've all been great. Right. I've never met a Chinese person like from China that I'm like, I don't like, I don't like this person. Right. It, it's, it's very few. Most of them, from my experience, like yeah. being there, it's they're all like it's not that they're not political. They just don't care about politics. Like like the politics well, system. Why is like, would you care about politics? There's nothing to really care yeah, about. Exactly. Well, who am I gonna vote for? Exactly. Like, they, got, they have yeah. There's, there's no bipartisan politics. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's just you know let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah. I'm just gonna live my life. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't shit doesn't fall on me. Right. So and. So do you know where your like I know your dad's from Guangzhou. Uh Guangzhou? he's from he's from Fukien. Fukien. Yeah. Is that Well, he Guangzhou? was born he was, it is complicated. Yeah, like yeah. Chinese people history is fucking complicated. Yeah, yeah. My dad was born in Fukien. Yeah. But my grandfather and like family-wise like our origin yeah. is from uh Canton. Okay. Yeah. But how about your mom's side? Cuz I know there's a lot of um Taiwanese people originating from like Xiamen. My mom's from Jiangsu. Jiangsu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't even really know where that is. I haven't googled it. So when I was in Shanghai, there's a <laughs> lot of Taiwanese people. Yeah, so I've heard a that. lot of people yeah. like from Taiwan because like, apparently opportunity. It's kind of, Taiwan's kind of like Canada. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's it's a great place to live. Yeah, but not a great place for opportunity. And if you want for opportunity, like you know, China's like yeah. America. Yeah. Canada's not a great place for. I've been lying to my whole life. What else haven't you told me, man? In the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if you want to be an astronaut, sure, shit, I want. We actually no. Wait, there's lots of Canadian astronauts. Bullshit. I call bullshit. Wrong. Next. But like, none of them have actually flown out from Canada though. N- n- floated out. Oh. Flown out. Okay. Flown out. Not Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Floated Can I out. change my answer because the airport wasn't close? I don't give a shit where I'm flying from. No, there. You can definitely become an astronaut here. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if I gotta go to. But Florida. I'm saying. Okay, yeah, you gotta go to Florida. That's what I mean. You have to be part of that, no, that right area. There. Anyways, you you say there's not a lot of opportunity here. I I feel I feel like the the type of roles are a bit diminished. So I actually had this conversation with uh with an interviewer recently. So this guy from Australia, you know, he asked me, he's like, you know, you're you're like look like you're like a serial entrepreneur. You've done a lot of entrepreneurship. You know, like why do you want a job with us? Been entrepreneuring a lot. So you entrepreneur harder than most. <laughs> so, so he asked me is, and I actually didn't have a real answer for him. So I was kind of like shitting myself a little bit. I was like, oh fuck, how am I, how am I supposed to answer this guy? Right. And he said to me, look, I've been, he, he had a similar path to me. He's this like big white Australian dude. You know, we're talking over the phone. He's just like, look, I've been in your shoes and Australia. I feel Toronto might be the same. You let me know. There's just a lack of opportunity. So you end up starting your stuff for yourself. I was like, that's it. And, and I'll tell you why he was right. It's because every role here requires 10 years plus experience. And you're supposed to be like an industry expert in everything for a role that, you know, might pay equivalent to what a junior gets paid in the U.S. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, where does someone have 10 years experience in like, like, let's say crypto? Crypto hasn't been around for 10 years, you know, like. 
true. So so okay, let's say fair, you're a crypto yeah, I PM. See some of these job postings, and I go, "This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen." Yeah, yeah. but but th- that's very common in in Toronto, and it's just because there's a lack of opportunity, so people can hold a higher standard. So the few jobs that exist here will have to have a higher standard because there's a larger pool of people that are wanting those positions versus in the U.S. There's so many people starting businesses because it's just a lot. Cash flow is a lot easier down there, you know, like raising capital, doing I think stuff. because of regulation, right? I think it's harder to start something in Canada because of regulation. Regulation. And there's less so in the States. So there's more incentive to be able to start something. Like yes, but also funding is easier to get down there than here. Like raising funding here is like they want you to be making millions already. Funding in terms of like, like, venture, wanna, like yeah. VCs? Yeah, VC or oh, anything, okay. right? Like, like anything like if you want to start something new. Like to get real money, not like 50K. 50K will get you nothing. We'll get you like through the next month, maybe. But like, like, no, but 50K in funding for a whole company, we're talking about, not like for a person. But like in the US, you know, you, you write an idea of an on a napkin. I'm, I think I mentioned this before. You can get millions. People just get like, you know, oh, here's two million, just go figure it out. You know, like there's that mindset that's different. Yeah. And I think because of that, it creates a lot of jobs yeah. that you would never really think could be jobs yeah like for example i was looking at um at one point i was really wanting to get into product specifically right digital products and i was just kind of looking for where can i kind of break into that sphere because it's tough for me as a programmer as a developer to kind of just break into product as a product manager i don't have any project management experience i don't have any budgeting experience i don't have any you know ba experience right I just have development experience. And although I feel like some of that carries over, but there's, there's, a, there's a big gap, right? It's, it's a lot of like uh, communication skills yeah, to build so out. A lot of soft skills. Yeah. Right? But I was trying to look for some positions where I can kind of break into that role. And that, that, was, that was when I really found a lot of roles I didn't even know could be roles. Yeah. Right? So for example, one was uh, uh, a copywriter, but in, in the context of digital apps, mm-hmm. right? The guy's entire job is to craft the text that appears in the app so that it, f- it, it has a certain personality to it. Yeah. Right. Whether it's like a pop-up that says, hey, would you like to subscribe to this service? Or uh, something went wrong. Like when you, there's an error message in the app right? or any sort of copy, right? Within uh, a certain application has to be consistent, right? And that, in itself, writing that copy is a job in itself. Yeah. I didn't even know that that could be a thing. Because you think it's just like the BA or the PM would write it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But this is separate. Very, it's separate from what a BA would do. Yeah. It's separate from what an IA would do. It's separate from what a designer would do. Exactly. Yeah. It's very specific. It's very specific. They, and like, there's just all these new positions and that, that end up coming up because the barrier of entry to start a business is so low. Everyone wants to start a business. Everyone wants to be the next Elon. And you've created that, right? Over here, it's, you want to be the next Elon? Good fucking luck. You know, you better be fucking from like the Walton family or something, right? Like from the Holtz family or whatever. Like you're not going to have that kind of money to do something. And that was kind of one of the reasons I think Elon left Queens was because he went to Queens. He's Canadian. He was, his mom's Canadian. And he was like, fuck this. I'm going to the U.S. And Bob's your uncle. So is this the whole motivation behind your Partly, yeah, like it, it, like like going back to our first, our initial conversation about you know me wanting to be a director, me wanting to go into like the film industry or something like that, right? Like the opportunities here, like Toronto is huge for film, 
but we are not the creators. People get it all wrong. They're like, oh yeah, Toronto's huge for film. We're actually behind England and even Atlanta and all those places, but we don't do any of the creative crafting. We are the executors, you know. Hey, you want a soundstage? We got one, you know. We got tax credits. We got, you know, streets that look like New York. Yeah. You want a discount? That's what we are. You know, we are the, the the poor man's version of New York. And that's, but like as, as hard, as hard, you know, unpopular opinion, sure. But it's the truth, right? Like, and it goes, and it, I feel like it kind of goes full circle to what you were talking about, trying to break into a new industry. Toronto doesn't offer that opportunity for people. Like you look at associate PM, which is like the entry level for a PM. It's fucking tough here to be an associate. Like you're asking someone to pay you 50K to do all, like pretty much all the grunt work. So you're, so you're basically saying market here is too small. It's too small. Therefore, not enough opportunities. Mm. I can't get the jobs that I want because it, I don't want to have to try and muscle out 50 other people yeah, for a single job. Exactly. And mm. you, you're muscling against not just the new grads who are but learning But also people who've stuff. been in the industry for 10, 20, yeah. 30 years. And, and, it's like, and to a certain degree, I wonder if that's just, that's just a problem with just population i was gonna say don't population. you feel like i said we're all just yeah you it's know huddled less, around this less we're, we're huddled around this one little dot like, yeah you know, we, are, we are and that that is the problem and i mean it's not toronto's fault per se look it's just immigration or whatever you want to call it but it's also the policies of the country right if if the like okay like the u.s has right now they're giving out 90 percent from their small business association which is similar to our bdc they're giving out so you put down one million, they'll match you to ten. Think about it. You can get ten million dollar loan at four percent on a one million dollar down. In the Canada, you can't even do that. In Canada, there's no no way in hell you're getting close so what, to that. So what you're doing over there? Are you starting a company? Are you? I'm, I'm doing a, a bunch of things. So it could be I see acquisitions. It could be other things, but. The, starting a porn studio. I was gonna say every it keeps coming to directing, you know, <laughs> getting that real estate for being the in studio. LA, being near the valley. But, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, no, but let um, me know when you when you cast Johnny Sins. Okay? <laughs> want to meet okay. the guy? Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you want to be the OC? You want to shake his see? hand? Rub his head, maybe. Sticky <laughs> hand. Oh, God. But but that just goes to show, right? Like it, it's full circle on the culture that we have here. We don't want to reward entrepreneurship. And because you don't want to do that, more people are wanting to take jobs. So instead of creating jobs, you're taking jobs. And now you've kind of pushed up like the level. If I have 50 people who all have five-year experience, well, I want a guy with 10-year experience because I already know I have these other people that are already pining for that role, right? So, so the mindset's a little different here, right? And that's what the Australian guy was talking to me about. And he's just like, look, you know, I, I got lucky to be in this position as head of product. You know, I really like you, but you're not senior enough, but I understand where you're coming from. They told me call him in six months. So, you know, maybe I'll call him, maybe I won't. But it's, it's oh. cool. <laughs> I just want to say there's been so much flexing from that side of the table just in one evening. <laughs> just in one evening. Ah, maybe I'll call him, maybe I won't. I don't maybe know. Won't. Hopefully he doesn't listen. Moving out to LA, said that like eight times. Oh, I drive my Beamer. Oh, I mean, shut the fuck yeah, what up. What are you going to do with your car? I'm actually going to take it down with me. You're going to ship it? Are you going to ship You're it? You're going to track it? I could... Either ship it or drive it. So do drive it. I, no, I'm considering wait, it. I got a better one. You fly down. I'll drive your car down for you. Will oh. you? Will you? Will you? Oh. You got to pay for my flight back. That's it. Done. 
Sold. That's probably right. cheaper. That is cheaper. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're willing it. to drive 32 hours, I'm happy hey, to have listen, you drive. I was it. gonna road trip without these clowns anyway. Hey, I'll come right? with you. I'll come I was with you. Do it anyway. There are two seats in that <laughs> car. Might as well do it's it. It's four in... seats in the car. Okay. Oh, really? It's a four seater. It's oh, shit. Two. Oh yeah. It's not a roadster. One in the back. One in the back. One very or two very thin people in the back. One man in the closet in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Bring all my tech down. Perfect. So one of her friends. So Hawaii when he when he moved to vancouver he shipped it he drove it oh shit yeah him eugene and i think sheffield they they drove it all the way to vancouver because wow. it was too expensive to to i don't know what's ours cn cn rail <laughs> cn rail it, it via yeah. rail it so yeah. I, i'm trying to get an accurate quote so the number i've gotten back so it's three thousand to ship from toronto to la three thousand usd oh that's definitely cheaper than paying for his flight back why? I mean, his his flight back say, is definitely cheaper. Kind of flight shit, yeah. I know his flight back I is definitely cheaper. Because <laughs> I think he'll fly like like I think one way bucks, is like hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah uh, one way is yeah two fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but if I ship it from Buffalo, it's fifteen hundred. Oh wow, right? That, that's crazy. Is that how that always works? What I've noticed fuck? that before. Yeah, if but if you take everything. anything from within the continental yeah. US. It's that's true. always yeah. cheaper. My coworker um, lives in. Uh, uh, in Baltimore, uh-huh. and uh, he has family in Kitchener. Okay, so he would always fly to Buffalo and then drive to Kitchener. Mm. Yeah, that it's it's inevitably cheaper. Yeah, like I think like it, when you're in New York, flights to LA are hundred bucks. Mm. When you're in Toronto, flights to LA round trip are yeah. like five six hundred bucks. It, it, it's 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 crazy just because you're crossing. That little line that yeah. we have, yeah. imaginary line, imaginary, imaginary line, line, and then the price just doubles. <laughs> it, it's kind of cool because I, I'm with, my phone plans with T-Mobile. You know my numbers with T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned it too to me. No, and <laughs> no, <laughs> somebody sorry, did. somebody did. Me. But basically, um, when you're flying like intercontinental in the continental U.S., we have free Wi-Fi, so I can be up for free. But when you're flying up from Canada, it's forty bucks. For an hour. Hmm. I'm like, this is like, there's so much more perks you get. And then comes down to like the competition in the U S is so much more like it's huge competition. Right. Like, and that's why I drive, I think drives the price down why they're hiring more people. So what I've learned is you just had this big raging hard on for the U S I do just, just generally. Speaking, I do. It sounds like yeah. this is so it sounds like rightfully so. It, it's it's not rightfully so. Okay, seems so, like it. So I, I don't know. If, at least based on what he wants to do. Okay, there you go. Based on what. Yeah. He based wants. on the Pornhub studios. No, I mean, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. But like even like drinking like like a bottle of soju there is like a dollar two dollars. Why is that? Tax. tax. Mm. It's out the asshole tax over here. Mm. Like I was gonna pick up some bottles of soju for today, and I thought to myself, I'm like for the price of a beer. Like same same amount of alcohol you're gonna get from a, like liquid wise almost like seven fifty, not even seven fifty. There's like three three fifty. This is five hundred. Like the beer in my hand, and I'm paying five times the price or four times the price. Have you ever had maku? What's maku? The hell is maku? It's canned makuli. No, I have not. That that explained nothing to me. You have had it because we've had it in Korea. It's like a Korean uh, rice wine. You usually drink it from bowl? a bowl. Yeah. Uh, so in the States, yeah. they have it canned like this. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Wait, but is it pre-mixed? Yeah. No, it's makuli is not a mix. No, makuli, I know, I know. Yeah. Because usually when we drink it, it's maksosa. So it's makuli, 7-Up, and soju. 
No, usually when we're out, when I drink it, we just drink. Makoli. You just drink it straight, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You it has so much flavor. You don't need to add anything. No. Have you tried mixing it? No. You should try. But why would you want to mix Seven so, Up into it? It's already bubbling. No, 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 but but it's actually a thing they do. So it's actually a thing they do, and it tastes like what's that? Um, Milkus. Yeah. It tastes like Milkus. Oh, I see. I see. It tastes see. like Milkus, and. It will hit you like a fucking train. Or you could just add vodka to Milkus. <laughs> well, I mean, you <laughs> or soju to Milkus. <laughs> you could try thing. that too, but but no less mixes. No, no. So so my theory is, um, so wine is always like a catalyst to me. So like it, it hits you harder, even though it's a low percentage of alcohol, it hits you faster. Would you guys agree? Then then let's say drinking like just pure like like beer or whiskey. Or but something wine like is higher alcohol content than, than beer. beer. Sure, but for for hard liquor then compared to hard liquor compared to hard liquor, like I would you say if you take like you know a mixed drink versus like a beer, but okay, so but the thing is you're sipping or wine, sorry, you're you're like sipping beer as you're sipping wine throughout the night. Yeah, if you drink mixed, I'm talking about or, you. Yeah, right, me. When you drink hard liquor, you're not sipping it; you're taking shots, slamming yeah. it back. But yeah. I, I feel like it hits me faster with wine. Like I feel it like after like. Two, three sips, you already starting to feel a little bit of Okay. It. Let's say that's a given. So sure. So So okay. So my theory is soju is the hard liquor and makali is a catalyst. Oh yeah. Makali is definitely a like a more like a wine, yeah. Yeah, it is a wine, it's a rice wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's a catalyst, so to take you to fucking fucking to hell. So I he I don't think he's had enough of it yet. But if you have makali alone, you don't gotta feel it. But <laughs> look, if I'm drinking alone, man, I got I got not way alone. bigger. I, I way mean, bigger I mean makali alone, not not yourself alone. If you're oh, drinking makali you alone, okay. like it. not with soju, not okay. with seven up. Okay, but if you t- mix it together, okay, you're gonna feel it faster, and it's gonna it, it tastes really good, but you're gonna fucking feel it. I don't know if I've ever drank that much makali. So no, no, but it's just one bottle of makali and you mix it with seven up and soju. And then the combination. I think there's really only one way to solve this. We go out to the bar after. You have to get makali and soju. <laughs> well, you know, Iwa's yeah. open. So. It's so hard to find out. it here. Like you can't even buy it at LCBO. Someone mentioned that it's uh they're having a limited sale in the next little while. What do you mean? Like where? LCBO? LCBO is going to have it for a little okay. while. Okay. And I'll try are, and find it. because I People I are buying like by it. the case. People are really motivated to drink this Magali. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's let's switch this over to Paul a little bit. Sure. Oh yes. Yes. Racism. So, I'm just kidding. Stop trying to bait <laughs> me in. I told you from before this started. Black lives I'm not, matter. I'm not getting suckered into something that's gonna ruin my life. Go on. Okay. So you know you're Say Italian. The thing and get misinterpreted. I'm yeah, Italian. Go on. Um. So you were born here though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So. So have you been back? Have you like never been? Never been. Wh- Come on, you. I'm the whitest person <laughs> of all the white people. I'm sorry, are Italians not white? White. I'm I the know. honkiest of honkies. <laughs> I'm the crackerest of crackers. <laughs> Your neck doesn't turn that red in the sun. I mean, look. I'm as Canadian as, as Canadian. Do you play hockey? No. There you, you know go. What? Sorry. There we go. Yeah. Do you like right. maple? Okay. Do you like maple syrup? All right. There you he go. doesn't like maple syrup. I don't trust anyone who doesn't like maple syrup either. <laughs> but no, no, I'm, I, I've never been to Italy. I've never been to Italy. I'm pretty Canadian. You know, my, my, your heritage, my upbringing was, I would say 
you know, peppered with cultural uh, this is and that's mostly from, you know, my sure. grandparents. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. A little bit my mom and stuff. But yeah. mostly I'd say. It's hard to say like the regular Canadian, the standard Canadian, yeah. but you know what I mean? Hey. The, the similar North American kind of Grow upbringing, upbringing. There, yeah. there wasn't a lot of cultural uh, influence on it. Mm. So I, I realized I just cut you off. Would, like, do you, are you curious about like going out to like Italy and like kind of like finding your roots? Cause me and Alan, we actually like, I don't know about you, but we actually think about that stuff sometimes. Like we talk about a lot. You know, Alan talks about, you know, want to go back to where his parents are from. And, you know, my, myself, I like, I, I think you've heard on the podcast because I know you're a long time listener now. Long time, long time <laughs> listener. I am a long time I did my color. homework before this. That's oh, great. Yeah. So like, even with my family, I, I learned when I was in Hong Kong in 2018 that um, I actually have an ancestral home that uh, one of the cousins that we sponsored, like guy's 50, he's my cousin, but like, I don't really know how we're fucking related. Mm-hmm. But he rebuilt the house. It burned down when we, like a long, like 60 years ago, burned down. And he actually rebuilt it to repay my uncle who took care of him before my grandfather died. You know, my grandfather's like, oh, take care of this guy. You know, doesn't even speak Cantonese. The guy speaks Hakka. Okay. So I'm Hakkaian, which is like a subsection of Chinese people. Um, long story short, he rebuilt the house. So, I mean, like, did you ever have that kind of like inkling in your mind? So but I'm very curious about that. Yeah. So, okay. So I, I think I know what you're saying. And yeah, definitely. Uh, I would say yes and no. And I feel like this is a problem that we strictly have as Canadians. Okay. This is another thing that American people and even Australians, I feel like they they don't, you know, or, or British people or whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't, my, my <laughs> opinion is they don't, yeah. they don't deal with it as much. Um, of course. I, I have every intention. Actually, I had plans before pandemic right. and stuff, and and I still have plans. I'd I'd love to visit Italy. Okay, I'd love to learn a little bit more about like my family heritage and yeah. culture and that sort of thing. Um, you know, I think that's that's great. Yeah. It's all well and good. I think mm-hmm. it's nice for personal enrichment. I think it's an, an interesting factoid. You know, if you want to like entertain yourself a little bit, that kind yeah, of thing. for sure. Um, but I do feel like, and I know, I hope, I hope both of you don't take offense to this, <laughs> but I, I do feel like a lot of people um, take it too far. Yeah, I would say that a lot of okay. people, especially if you were born elsewhere, right? You know, all you do is talk about how great it is, <laughs> where you came from, mm-hmm. or you know how much you want to be in touch with that part of yourself. Yeah. It's like think of it this way: I, I kind of liken it to like an adoptive family, right? Yeah, like. Sure. Every kid is, if you're an adoptive kid, you're curious about your biological parents, mm-hmm, right? right? You, you want to maybe meet them and yeah. know a little bit about them and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, they're not your parents. Just because they they contributed to your biology DNA yeah. that made you up doesn't make them a parent. They, it makes them, you know, genetic material donors, right? Mm-hmm. right? Your parents are the parents that you lived with, that raised you, that took care of you, that taught you your values, that, mm. you know, gave you all of the things you needed to thrive, to be successful, to be whatever, you know, mm. like all, all that stuff. Same stuff with countries, right? Like a lot of people come here, they don't realize that Canada does so much for them. Canada takes care of them. Canada, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for sure provides in a lot of ways. And all you can do is shit on the things that you don't have. <laughs> and, you know, amplify the things of your cultural heritage or background and stuff that that you know are are good yeah. and it's it's that weird like buffet cherry picking whatever where you're like obviously everything is better through the rose colored glasses of i'm just wistfully thinking about the great things about my cultural heritage mm-hmm. my 
my home country, my whatever, my my short time there when I was born and, and the sure. first few years, right? Yeah. And going back and what's like and, and going back, right? Because you're going back and it's a vacation and you're yeah, experiencing, right? It's a different mindset. You never had any of the garbage points that came with that country. Yeah. yeah. To I mean, compare the, it to the garbage points you lived through. Because Canada yeah. is not perfect, right? There's yeah. obviously no. negative qualities to yeah. it. So basically coming to your whole like, do I have this desire to get in touch with my heritage and, and my background and all yeah. this stuff? Yes. As a fun side project. Right. As an interesting mm. thing to mm. do with my free time and, you mm-hmm. know, maybe understand my my grandparents and stuff a little better and that that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is it an all-consuming need? Would I be like, oh, I want to move back and live yeah. there? You know, all this kind of... No, I, I'm, I'm no, a Canadian. I'm Canada's there, yeah. given me an education. It's given me social yeah. security. It's given me yeah. health care. It's given me uh, an environment that has made me who, who and what are. I am. Yeah. I think to turn my back on that entirely would be disrespectful and ungrateful yeah. that's not to say i'll live here forever you know i'm mm-hmm. never going to move but to say that it's garbage to say that i want to go some other places because it's better mm-hmm. not just because it's different <laughs> yeah is in my opinion no i totally right. agree i totally agree and that, that's one of the reasons why i would want to move back to taiwan is because because number one because it's different. You totally agree yeah and that's why i totally yeah. agree but no but, but, it, but it because, better. It's because because it's different right because i don't because number one, I don't want to deal with the fucking winters anymore. Yeah. I'm just so sick and tired. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hate, yeah. yeah. Winter tires. Yeah. Which is why, which is why I'm also considering the States as well. For example, LA, right? Come because, join me. Because I just, I'm just so tired of the fucking snow. But like, like what you said, you know, it's not, you want to reconnect because it's a, it's a cool part of your heritage that you want to reconnect with, but you don't want to become, you know, Paul the Italian, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah and I'm not I'm not feeling like doing that. It's just not important. I, I agree with you yeah. that um, I think Toronto has made all of us who, or Canada as, as a whole has made us who we are as people like our opinions are different because like and that's one reason why uh, I'm actually happy that like, you know, growing up, like Alan said, we were kind of disliked amongst the CBCs because me and Alan, I would say we're more similar than I am to like the, our CBC cohorts in high school. Mm-hmm. And in elementary school is because even though we fully spoke English, we also have that Asian side of us that they didn't have. Like at the time, you know, I'm sure me and him both kind of resented it a little bit. It's like, fuck, I just want to be with the cool kids or whatever. Right. But, we but are the cool. Kids. But now as you grow <laughs> up, you, you realize that you are kind of that cool kid because you are can, different. We're different in many ways. Cause you go to like, like Taiwan, you go to Hong Kong, we don't fully fit in because yeah. we're not that culture. We don't speak the language fully. We don't know the the nomenclature. And that's okay. That's what makes us different. We have accents. That's fine. And that's what people like about us is that we're not part of, we don't fit into any one subsection. It's because you stand out like you, people will value your opinion more because you're like that. When you're growing up, no one will value that. People will think you're, you know, uh, you, you're kind of weird, you're kind of gross, whatever. But as you get older, people are like, wow, this is what I want to kind of interact with. You know, it's like have being a British guy in Canada. It's like, oh my god, everyone loves that British accent. It's kind of like that for yeah, us. Yeah. But he's just a fucking wanker. He's just a wanker. Yeah, he's just, he's just a, a fucking wanker. In the UK, <laughs> he's, a wanker. he's just yeah, some other wanker. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's jerk off. It's funny because like when I was younger. I would ask my friends, like, hey, do you speak Mandarin? Do you speak mm-hmm. Cantonese? And you're like, no, no, I don't. No, they don't. don't. And I'm like, then how do you speak with your grandparents? Like, uh, I don't really. I just, I'm I like, wave. oh, that's sad. 
it, right? yeah, it, it's kind of sad because yeah. you know, you're expecting them to learn for you. And also because back in Asia, having your grandparents take care of you, or even back in your any home country, yeah, right? Having like having a close relationship with your family is really important. Yeah. Right? And like like my grandparents took care of us a lot when mm. we were kids, right? And to to think that I would I I don't talk to them at all is for me is strange <laughs> for me is strange mm, it's right? like a huge neglect right? yeah yeah you know uh, they live in the same house i'm just like how do you like <laughs> yeah it's so strange you must have known some of these people kind of these kind of people oh, yeah. right yeah. yeah remember walter in high school uh filipino walter yeah yeah so I remember I hung out at his place once. So that's a good way to identify Filipino. <laughs> that's what you got. I, I Filipino. Yeah, Walter. Not Walter with the the long hair. Because I know Filipino multiple. Walter. I know multiple Walters. But there's only one that stands out. Okay. Only one Filipino right. one Walter. Filipino Walter. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, so he lives somewhere around Bayview Bayview Avenue, and his I went to his house one time. He's told me all his relatives live on one street together. Mm. Like they they bought like pretty much the entire fucking block. Oh wow! I was like, that's really cool. Can you imagine like your cousins are like next door? It's like three doors down. Yeah, yeah John's over there. I mean, when I there. lived in Asia, mm-hmm. my aunts and uncles all lived within like a five minute walk. That's great. I, yeah. I actually think that's great. And then every every Sunday, everybody came over to have dinner it's on a Sunday. It's a party. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. 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 I, I like that a lot. Like, I don't know if that's the same for you guys, but... uh, Sorry, who's... <laughs> who's you guys... <laughs> You people, just, just, you people. Just generally motioning in my direction. You guys, you people, I see. the bearded yeah. individual okay. in the, the room, the you people of the northern territories, of yeah. the northern territories of yeah. Northwest. But like for me, my family, um, we weren't like that. We were actually very far apart. So all my when I grew up, all my relatives live like maybe 20, 30 minutes drive away. So like I grew up in Scarborough. Very far apart, by the way, 20, 30 minutes. It kind of is though. If you think about it, like it's not walking distance as a kid, like, like you can walk five, 10 minutes. Right. But for me, it's 20 minute car ride. Like you're not going to go walk there. Forget it. Like we were like my, my relatives were at Richmond. I was in Scarborough. They were Richmond Hill, somewhere in Markham, like like along those paths. Right. Mm -hmm. And even in Hong Kong right now, all my cousins, like they're all like, they're all over the map on the subway map. Like Hong Kong, they look at the subway map as a way to, you know, where you are. Like, they don't look at the map itself. Yeah. So they're all over the stations. You know, like, it's not like, like how, I guess, like how he described or like how Walter's was one row or like within a five minute walk, you know. Yeah, I think that's great cool. though, you know. I think that would definitely be cool. It's very, it's very rare though. Yeah, it's very it rare. is. I think it is what you make it, right? Like, I, no, for I sure. For me growing up, I, I spent tons of time with my, my cousins and aunts mm, and uncles mm. and stuff. I think that's great. That was just, you know, that well, you was did. the the family attitude. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, uh, oh, it's it's like random random weekends. Yeah, okay, let's yeah. let's get the cousins together and, and yep. let the kids play together, and yeah. the aunts and uncles will like sit and talk or yeah, know, yeah, yeah, holidays or any any of that kind of stuff. You know, so I spent tons of time with my all my cousins. That's great. Growing up, despite the fact that we lived apparent apparently far apart, far apart, like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, kind of thing. Well, by like car, far. it's actually like you're not gonna walk over to their place. No, but yeah. I guess we really didn't. I guess, yeah. yeah, we didn't need to growing up because it mm. was so frequent that it was yeah. never like, oh, I haven't seen them in, in ages and I need to <laughs> ages walk is over like there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Did your parents yeah. uh, like um, record you guys as kids? Like you have like VHS tapes of you guys as kids? Not really. Do you, you know what a VHS I have? What? Remember that show video in Arcade Top 10? Yeah. 
Okay, I, was oh. on, I was on that show twice, son. No, you were really? on the show twice. <laughs> what? Yeah, great. So I got a VHS tape of that. that that's, no, that's yo, I, I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to watch that. You can watch that. It's me giving that crappy thumbs up. No, <laughs> by the way, so you know, that whole fucking setup is bullshit nonsense rigged. They give you like 10 minutes before the show. They're like, here's the game you're going to be playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. And then they store you up there and like, all right, good luck. And everyone up there is just going... <laughs> I got, I got, <laughs> I got is this, is this doing anything? Is this working? What does this do stuff? Yo, seriously, I want to convert that shit to, to digital. Fucking digital. Right. I want to watch that. No problem, you should put it on YouTube. Part to it'll be, it'll be a classic. I'm sure. Yeah. This is a YTV show. Especially after yeah. this podcast, I'll have a, a cult following now. Yeah. People will know my name. If you put it online, I will link it. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Here we go. Now I have to. Now, I'm, now you I'm, have to. I'm held to the. Very nice. You could have been the Justin Timberlake of Canada. I feel like we have a Justin Timberlake Isn't that Justin Canada. Bieber? Yeah, no. Justin, Justin Bieber? Yeah. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake and Britney Spears started on the Disney show. There was like the Mickey Mouse whatever uh, show. I know. Uh, yeah. So I, they, they I were feel on like, like that's a, quite the same thing, but yes, I see what you're saying. Like, like yeah. Bieber was found on YouTube. Yeah, it's a completely different different thing. Yeah, I guess. Well, whatever. I guess I mean Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling was on there. Okay. Actually, I don't yeah, know. Did you Gosling? Did your parents like record you guys as kids? Or Oh, yeah. I used to like, they have a video. My uncles did. My uncle, he's a bit of a troll. Like he likes to like uh like kind of like trick us into doing shit. Oh so so I, I remember there's one video of me eating grass and he knew perfect. <laughs> I like this guy already. Yeah. He knew it would piss off my dad because my dad was very protective of me. So he was just babysitting us. He's like, Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. That means eat, <laughs> eat, eat it. So it's like video of me just like grabbing grass off the ground and like putting it in my mouth. Oh, it's good geez. for you. Why? Plant matter, salad, salad's healthy. Solid, healthy foods, you know. But yeah, like I have a few videos of me doing stupid shit, you know. I, I mean, it's fun. Nothing as, my, as, as like a teenager or anything like that. Mm. I think mm. during that period, it was kind of like, you know, just figure out school. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, it's cool that you got to be on a TV show. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. My parents never really like recorded. Oh, like really? Video recorded. But we have a lot of audio tapes. So we have a lot of cassettes. Ooh, yeah. So that one's actually pretty interesting. I don't feel yeah, like I like yeah. the video. Even the video, I got like a small handful such, of yeah. crappy, shitty, shaky camera home mm. movies. Yeah. But the audio, I've never yeah. really heard anyone have that. Yeah, before. my my parents did that a lot. So we would like listen to. So like when we were when I was older, like maybe in high school. Yeah. Like we would listen to those tapes back and be like, "Who's that? Who's that?" And like oh, guess yeah. guess this, guess that, and then guess the That's who's fun. Who? Which aunt is this? Which oh. aunt is that? Which child is this? Yeah. So, so would you transcribe all that into digital? My sister, I think, has a whole bunch of them now. So oh, wow. I, I haven't asked her to like trans, trans like to convert to a digital. Form. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that's like memories you gotta yeah. keep, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm not a huge. I don't know. I'm You're not, not nostalgic. Um, I am. Okay. But I don't need physical things to f- to get that nostalgic feeling. Larry says what? <laughs> <Huh>? What? <laughs> I'm not that dumb, but I, I can like in terms of like my own family and stuff, I I'll, I don't need a bunch of stuff, right? Maybe one or two to kind of like just remind me, mm. but I can just, I, I usually just think about things like, oh, remember that time when blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember you saying something about this yeah. recently about giving away the, the stuff in the house. Basically, exactly. And you're like, yeah, yeah I, there's really like five things that I want. And yeah. That I kind of just want to. Yeah, representative things. I don't. I don't feel the need to keep a lot of things. Right. Just a few representation things. 
So, so bigger, like bigger items for you that you would find um, more, I guess, more memory triggering or however you want to describe yeah. it. Yeah. So for example, I mean, my dad has a, uh, has a Rolex that my mom bought for him for their wedding anniversary. Oh, nice. So that, uh, that was the one thing that I really wanted to keep, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also kept a couple other things. My dad's really into calligraphy. Mm. Right? You guys all know. Yeah, so I yeah. kept one of his things. I only kept right. one. He has hundreds. I only oh, kept wow. one. Right. Well, yeah. Because yeah. you can't keep all a hundred exactly. of them and be like, eh. yeah. But and what are you going to do with the rest? Uh, I, my sister's taking a lot of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And my dad has like an army uniform with a hat and I kept the hat. That's kind of it. Right. He has do you some, want the rest of it? The, uh, the, no. That's the thing. Like, I don't feel the need to really keep any of that stuff. Really? If I had a choice to just keep the calligraphy, just keep the hat, or just keep the the watch, mm. that even that would have been enough for me. If everything else burned down or whatever, oh, like that really, sure. But even that, like that really wouldn't bother me that much. Like as long as I have something, right. even if I didn't have that, this doesn't bother me that much. You know, I, I, I can think back and f- remember the good times or yeah, whatever yeah, it might yeah. be. And I, have a, I have a lot of good memories. So mm. I don't really feel like I needed you know, physical things i feel like it kind of goes against my thinking of, zen wanting, to, oh no, of wanting to be an antique shop owner because <laughs> that's just all things that you want to <laughs> keep but then that's other people's things yeah right yeah. so you're only interested i'm interested in other people's i'm interested things. in other people's things my yeah. stuff really exactly care. exactly which is kind of weird but you know yeah, yeah. that is kind of it do, do you feel you take more after your dad or your mom after all these years my dad your dad. Yeah. I, I can see 100%. that. 100%. I can see that. Yeah. Especially as you get older. Yeah. I he also really loves old things. <laughs> yeah. He also really loves old things. But he he's also a very artistic person. Yeah. But I don't think I am. You are. I feel like I'm artistic in a way. I appreciate art. But I'm not a... Like, okay, I don't really draw. Band. Yeah. But I don't really draw. When I say artistic, I mean like... But like, being uh, creative is not just about drawing. Yeah, right? I guess so. I guess so. It, but my dad's really good with his hands. Like he, uh, you, you've, you yeah. get both seen like the, 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 the you know, sculpture, the sculpture, the, the bust that my dad yeah. made. Yep. Yeah. And he made two of those. He made two of those. Oh, really? Yeah. He had two of those. Is it yeah. both of his dad? Yeah. Both of, of, of my grandfather. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And he, like my dad, when he was in, um, uh, in high school, mm. he went, he was really bad at regular school. So he went to like a trade school right. in Taiwan. We have like trade schools for univer- for high school students, like that age group. Mm. And he specialized in using the English wheel and using the English wheel to like m- you make, things. make sheet metal into things. Right. Yeah. So that was his specialty. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think oh. that that creative side, either whether it's drawing or mm. doing something with your hands, mm. um, is because you haven't tried or is it just, you feel you just are not good at it? Um, I've tried. I've actually start, recently started painting. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Do you ever feel like it's both, though? What? Like, in some sense, maybe you're just not great at it, and so you don't pick it up because, like, it's not an innate aptitude of yours. Mm. But also, you don't try a lot, partly because, like, I feel like our lifestyle doesn't really accommodate allow for that, right? Like, you have so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, my dad isn't a very... he. He doesn't believe in talent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work. He doesn't believe in talent. He, but then it's weird because I feel like he's very talented, but he doesn't believe in it. Mm. Right. He feels like he, what well, he did work very hard right. at the things that he's very good at. Right. So, um, that's why when I was younger, he forced a lot of stuff on me mm. and I really didn't like that. Right? <laughs> like he, what? So, <sighs> 
learning Chinese. <laughs> so he had he has calligraphy. The, he has a saying called "mianqiang cheng xi guan, xi guan cheng zi ran," which means you force someone to do something long enough, it becomes uh, part of them. Uh, it becomes uh, uh, like a ritual, uh-huh. and when it becomes a ritual, it becomes second nature, mm. right? So he really believes in you do something repetitively. You force this, even if you don't like it, right? You force yourself to do it over and over and over again. Eventually, it will become second nature to you, mm. even if you don't like the thing, which I kind of don't agree with. Which is the uh, but I see what he's saying. If yeah, you yeah. don't it like the sense. thing, yeah. But that that was kind of his philosophy. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like I feel like he was a very talented guy, but he didn't really believe in that. Well, I mean, talent is really hard work, right? You can be the most talented person, but mm. I mean, it just means you're you. Yeah. It comes easier to you, but you still have to build the skills, yeah. right? Like, like you know, you're a great programmer, not because you know you just woke up one day. I know sure. languages, right? Sure. You you study the the syntax. Yeah. You you worked on logic. You know, it, it, it's something you build over time, right? But I also feel like it's because of an interest. It, right? It's it's interest that that's yeah. a big part, right? The passion part. Yeah. Yeah. For your dad, calligraphy, like for me, calligraphy, it's beautiful. I would mm. love to look at it. Yeah. It's something I would do. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm sure Paul has different interests than me, you know. I'll show you guys later, Col- but I recently Col- started painting. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's kind of shitty, but. What, what did you paint? I paint. I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> no. Look, there's, I tried. there's no shitty painting. Everybody knows the hardest part of art is yeah. the placard that goes with it. The, the what? The, the, the like the little. Wood? Little like posts. Little, little plate that's like yeah. a little description yeah. about it. Yeah. That's the hardest. Uh, the copy of it. I see. Okay. Like, the copy. <laughs> look, you, you put the copy. Yeah. You got the big white canvas. You put a red dot in the middle. Done. How mm. hard was that? Mm. Nothing. Mm. You got to mm. have some kind of like deep meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah. But I, try, I tried recreating, not recreate. I tried painting Starry Night. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I, I really okay, love. kind of hard. I really love Van Gogh. Okay. And I, and I, and I, I know, you know, that might sound like very cliche, cliche yeah. but because everybody loves Van Gogh, but I really do really like Van Gogh because I really like the style of painting. So do you have like a type of art that you've found yourself drawn towards? Yeah. Because you I mean like style? Yeah. Cause there's contemporary. Mm-hmm. There is like, uh, I really like, um, like impressionism. I, I love impressionist paintings. What is considered yeah. impressionism? I have no idea. It's like, it's not, so there's realism where you paint the thing as you see it. Okay. Right. And impressionism is kind of just your interpretation of the thing. Mm. Yeah. So it's not, you're not sketching it out like perfectly. Okay. Right. It's, it's how you see it. In oh, your like, mind, so in your like, mind. it could be like, like warped a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Would you consider like cubism impressionism? What is cubism? I know what cubism is, yeah. like Picasso, but, but oh, yeah. why, why are you looking to me for this? I am not. No, I'm, the, just, I'm just asking you. Just I, in general, because you're Italian. I, I don't think I'm qualified Italian. to answer that question. Yeah. I have no idea if cubism is is impressionism. Yeah. Just like what if what do you think? Do you feel like it could be? Because it's not like a realistic. It's not like a. It's yeah. not like a like a like a Da Vinci, right? Yeah. A very real, right? Yeah. You can see. The reflection in the face, you know, everything. You can see every strand of hair. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, my answer is if it's got its own name, mm. it's probably its own thing. Oh, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. But yeah, I like, I'm, I'm really into impressionist paintings. So there's a company that I actually interviewed with uh, yeah. called Society6. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. They uh, sell the shit. Yeah. So <laughs> the shit. The, <laughs> what is that? That's, that's, Fe- that's flex. That's flex. <laughs> that's flex. So, so they are um, 
they really do a lot of art and stuff like that, right? Do they? They don't really do art. No, no they sorry, they don't do art. <laughs> but they're a marketplace for art, right? Right, sure. So the guy I was interviewing with this is uh, Chinese or Taiwanese dude. I'm not okay. sure, but um, he was telling me how he joined the company. Mm. He was actually an artist on the platform. Okay, and. I was like, oh, wow, what the fuck? Because I, I usually try to look people up before I interview with them. So I just kind of understanding of who they are, what their background is, you know, how they came to be who they are, what's their path, right? So I can kind of talk to them in their language, so to speak. And the uh, only thing I found was that he was, he was the artist. So I was like, so am I interviewing with the artist? So I talked to him and he's like, yeah, I'm an artist, but I'm pretty good with product. And they just hired me as head of product. Cool. So, so me and him had a good conversation. And then I actually went back to his art profile on Society6. He sold a fuck ton of art. I also have photography on Society6. Do you actually? I do. Have you sold anything? Nope. <laughs> Maybe you should sell your uh, new Van Goghs. No, it's photography. I had photography on there. Right. But, they they take painting. anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've been painting. So you should try that. Uh, I don't think it's that good enough yet. But uh, I don't know. I hope to eventually get to a spot where I can paint. Mm well i'll show you his stuff later it's actually yeah. pretty good yeah. and so he's like kind of like you know i have the same feeling that i have about alan about him like similar style and similar like the way that what kind of art he creates is very similar to what i think he would like so cool. it's really interesting that he like I, I was doing the math on him like this guy is like just some random dude he sold probably five to six figures of art oh and these are, and these are not like, you know, they're not like pieces that you would like reprint. It's not like a, you know, it's, they're one of a kind. Mm. So he makes one and he sells it and that's it. There's no. But he sold it on Society6 or he, he sold it. On Society6. On, Society on oh. the platform. But Society6, the whole point is you sell your painting many, 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 many times. No, no, no. They, they sell one of a kind. They sell one of a kind? That's all they do. Society Six? Yeah, no. Well, I interviewed with them as they told me. Really? Because I, I, that was one of the questions. Like, how do we, uh, you know, do better as a platform? I've so. never seen that. What I've seen is like yeah. they have they upload a piece of artwork and then you buy that artwork either as a print or on other things or like on a T-shirt or on a on a on a mug. That makes a lot more sense just for the from the artist perspective. Yeah. So it's easier to make a bunch of microtransactions than it is yeah. to yeah. lump sum it to one yeah. guy. That's what I've seen. But who knows? Maybe, oh, no, no. maybe he posted uh, some stuff. So and- their mother company, I was interviewing with both companies. Sorry. Mm. Mother company. Let me see. Society6, they are owned by... Anyways, th- th- there's another company that they have inside the mother company. Mm. That's one I also interviewed with. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they do one of a kind. So yeah, you're right. Society6 does do like cups and mugs and other yeah. shit. Yeah. And they just do random art on that. But they have actual like canvases where people paint on. And mm-hmm. it was a different company. I forgot what it's called now. I thought it was Society 6 for a second. Yeah, I was going to say, I sure. really enjoyed this. What what I would love to do is put a pin in this. And um, I mean, if you do end up having Mike back, I would love to ruin yeah. his, his day. Well, you have to drag his well. ass down here. Uh, uh, that can be arranged. <laughs> like, look, look. Don't like you told, worry about that. I can Like I told Alan, happen. you got to roll him up. You know, into a little like in a little like rug and just like ship his ass down here. <laughs> no problem. I can get him down here. If you can get him down here, I'm happy to do I, it. I have yeah. ways to bait him. So we're all, we still we'll have three on. weeks here, so uh, let's get yeah. it happening. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.